When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Macarena. Ah. I just referenced a Macarena in a video that hasn't gone live yet. You did the Macarena. I know I even zoomed in. Where did that come from? Is that a song that's been around for a long time? I was in middle school, so maybe like 1990. But is that a dance that existed like, you know, for the last hundred years? It's a song. Did that guy just invent it? Mm Mm-hmm. Man, old man Macarena must be pretty rich. I don't think his name's Macarena, but um, it's a what band. It? What does it's it mean? Called, but it was like a dance because we had music videos at the time when MTV actually played music videos, and so that was the um, that was the dance that they did. The I remember Ma- people would do that in the nightclubs. Go rain. They do like a, a electronica version of it. Like it was they, yeah. they had that song, but like Los Del Rio. Oh yeah, Los Del Rio. And. Um, it's so funny to see the lyrics. And the boys, they or uh, when I dance, they call me Macarena. And the boys, they quesoy buena. They all queso. want me. No, quesoy. Quesoy. Do I don't know? know what that means. <laughs> so I am. It's like that you're. I guess it'd be. And the boys, they say, "Oh, that's so good." Like you're queso. so you're you're so good because soy would be like, "I'm so good." Yeah. Yeah. So you're so good. I am. Quesoy good. Because I remember running into, this is how I remember things, you guys. In Costa Rica, we were walking, I probably told the story. My friend Nina and I are walking through like an outdoor, I don't even know what you'd call it. It's, it wasn't really like a, it's like a shopping mall outside kind of thing. But it wasn't, people had little booths. So it's not like a farmer's market, but it's like a little market, an outdoor market. Welcome and, to another episode of Opinions That Don't Matter. I'm Sean. Oh, I'm Katie. Anyway, this guy was standing outside dressed like a clown, <laughs> yeah. and he was like, he, we we're clearly Americans, and our hair is blonde, and people would always be like, ah, you know, you're an American, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, and he was like, ah, and he goes, soy clown, because he knew the name clown, like what it was in English, and he was so excited to tell us that he was a clown. We were like, see, you know. Yes, you are a clown. <laughs> but it was, it was cute, so I always remember, I am, like, soy, I am, I'm a clown. We were like, you are a clown. It was, and it was funny. We giggled and he giggled and it was like, it's funny, you know, neither Nina nor I spoke very good Spanish at that point. Um, okay. So the Macarena, wait, oh my God. Don't tell me it ended with a tragic, uh, you said. No, the Macarena, the Ma- <laughs> there's an article by the BBC that came up at the top of the search and it said the Macarena and other things that will get you arrested in Saudi Arabia. It says the hip hop dance move is banned in the country because officials say it's a reference to drug culture. That's hip hop? I guess so. That's hip hop. Oh, wait, then this. Then open. Oh, that's the sexiness. That's why it's banned in Saudi Arabia. I didn't know until. I can't hear my headphones anymore. You turned it down. Well, um, how about now? Oh, my God. Yeah, Is that I can okay? hear it now. Okay. But, okay, how to do the Macarena. Learn along with us. Number one, mm-hmm. press play on music playing device. We can't because they'll, they'll want the, the click. It'll be. They'll steal our podcast and be like, we own this because right, we play okay. our music. 
Step two, yeah. hand extensions, palms. Oh, I can't. Uh, it's not showing me. <laughs> These Okay. Then hand ex- rotations up. Then shoulder touches. Touch your shoulder. Ooh. Then head touches. Then hip touches. No, but got a cross. Oh. And then open. <sighs> and then tushy, tushy shake. Tushy shake. And this is why it's illegal in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> There's no fun in Saudi Arabia. Tushy touches, tushy shake. <laughs> yeah. Oh, your chair was making the tushy noises. <laughs> I just love these steps. Eight steps. Step one, turn so on how the music. Is this, how is this a drug-related? The BBC wrote an article about the things that would get you arrested in Saudi Arabia. Oh. And playing the Macarena and dancing to the Macarena was one of them. I, I wonder mean, if you're a dude, you probably don't get arrested. But if you're a chick, you do. For sure. That's how it works. I'll do all the tushy shake as I, shakes I want, goddammit. Not there. It just said things that can get you arrested in Saudi Arabia. So number, many rules. Number one, no Macarena. Number two, oh. no uh, Despacito. No Fonzie and, oh. you know. What's next? Yeah. No Stairway to Heaven? Oh, Rude. I wonder if we'll get banned in Saudi Arabia. Maybe. They actually listen. There's quite a few people from Saudi Arabia. Uh, Seriously? Yeah, we get a lot of people. So tell us in the comments, can you do the Macarena in Saudi Arabia? Is, that, is the BBC right or are they wrong? Mm. Did Google render a result that was not true? People are probably like, what is the Macarena? <laughs> and why, why are you talking about do it? it so much? <laughs> You guys are old. People don't do the Macarena anymore. Just at weddings. What came first, the chicken dance or the Macarena? Chicken dance. Did it? They seem to have shown up at the same time. That and Country Eye Joe or Cotton Eye Joe. Oh, my Cotton Eye Joe. Oh, my God. All three of those songs showed up at the same time. And I don't know who in their right mind doesn't tell their DJ at their wedding, do not play those. That's exactly what I said to me. I was like, I don't want the YMCA. In Saudi Arabia. I don't want the chicken dance. Here are the songs I do not want. Because who wants to dance at their wedding? I'd rather not. No. No, horrible. It's, it's not a good song. It's not a good song. It's not a good look. It's more for kids. Yeah. And we had a wedding without kids, too. Right. I was like, we love your children, but please keep them at home. Mm-hmm. Also, it was most, easier. And my friends with kids were like, thank God, because like... It's just easier if we get a babysitter anyway. True. Not that they would have brought them if kids were invited. They were like, we didn't plan on it anyway. And we were got married, I guess, young enough for my friends and your friends that we didn't, they didn't have a lot of kids. True. Yay. Everybody wins. I had to, I felt like I had so much to talk about today and now I've forgotten. Oh, okay. Oh, do you have anything on your mind? Our dog ran away. That's not true. We took her to doggy, doggy daycare. That was what I want to talk about a little bit. First of all, when she goes to doggy daycare, I just look at photos of her on my phone because I'm that person. And I was like, wow, she's gotten so big. And then I was sad because when we took her to doggy daycare, she like is so excited to be there and she just runs away. She ran us. away. She didn't even look over her shoulder. They like put the leash going. on her. Like they have these little loose leash. Like it's just like a rope that's like looped into itself. I like put it over her neck when she's in the back of our car. And we like pull her out and she just runs away. She's like, See you losers later. <laughs> Thanks for the grub. Bye. Yeah. She's like, I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> she was. She I'm put like, it in four wheel drive I'm and like, ran. Well, I know she did her back legs. She's like pulling. Yeah. And I was like, whoa. And the guy goes, wow, wow. Okay, okay, we're going. <laughs> she like knew where to go. She's like going towards the gate. Yeah. I was like, wow. Yeah, she learns pretty quick. I know, but I was like, I'll miss you too. Bye. Mm-hmm. She's like, don't don't pick me up. Leave me here for a couple of days. Bye. I'll play with my friends. So what's happening in the world of TikTok, Katie? Mm so much yes if you want a really good laugh and i was debating sharing this on my instagram stories because i was like i always wonder how sensitive are you 
Me? I'm asking the audience. Oh. I know you're not. Well, that's not true. I'm very sensitive. Well, you are, but not in this way. This is different. Some people can be offended by my, my humor, I'm afraid. Oh. And there is this new trend that came across my TikTok for you page. And I love it so much. And I laugh so hard that I cried and my nose ran and I started coughing and it was all worth it. It is when you ask Alexa to play Poop Noodle. Oh. It's a song. And there's this British lady who does a blind reaction to it. And it is choice. It's hilarious. I, I made Sean listen to it. And it's pretty funny. Uh, well. You think they're going to be offended? I mean. I mean, it's ridiculous. If you can't laugh at something. Yeah. Sean, see? Sensitive. Sensitive. <laughs> we died laughing. I laugh so hard. There's so many stupid things on TikTok that are just hilarious. Yeah. And then, of course, I watch the, oh, hello, I'm on another dog adventure. I've got a really big stick. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I've am i kind of uh, not been interested in TikTok lately. How come? It, Spending more time on Instagram? You send no. me a lot of reels. I, mm. I actually have not been on most social media lately, which is interesting. I've kind of taken a little sabbatical. Mm. I, I jump in there. How for nice about, for you. Tell me what that, what's about, that like. About like five minutes and that's it. <laughs> Because I found myself, I was spending a lot of time mm-hmm. looking at the different, you know, apps and kind of, but it, it's, it's so repetitive. Mm-hmm. And, um, I am kind of sick of Instagram. I think I've talked about this. I've been sick of it for a while, but I think like a lot of the material is like, it's, it's very, uh, basic. Like no one's wowing me. I haven't seen it. It's like, that's great. Every, everything seems to be very similar. And, um, I don't look to be wowed. I look for animal videos. Yeah. But even that I'm like, how many times can you see a, golden retriever fetch up for a ball you know or whatever oh, i don't watch those kinds of ones oh i watch like goats fainting mm. as they walk into the barn yeah. or there's this cow that is always getting caught in the fence i have been watching a lot of mountain biking because you never know how that's going to end you know see so that's, many things yeah because it's kind of cool to be able to go for a rip on someone else's bicycle but you're not actually you know what i mean so you can see a trail mm-hmm. i, I kind of get excited that. with that stuff we even watch that on youtube sometimes yeah mountain yeah. biking's good yeah, I love TikTok still. And snowboarding. I do get, I am kind of sick of certain people, and I don't, I mean this in the most loving way, where it's like all of their videos are exactly the same. Uh huh. I'm like, oh, but although there is this one British teacher dude who does like, um, he's doing this, I think we're on like the sixth version or eighth volume of it or whatever, of like embarrassing things where people shared in the comments like embarrassing things they've done. And it's things we can all relate to. So it's like one of them. I embarrass myself a lot. So yeah, it's things like that you do because Sean will have these like he does fine in conversations with people that he knows. And then we go out to strangers and he like says the strangest things, like the strangest word combinations. Because like you get nervous. You're like, take luck, like those types of things. And you're like, uh, and we all do that. And so a lot of these are like, oh, I was at work and I wanted to tell this lady, thank you so much and have a great day. And it came out. Thanks. Great day you know, something stupid. And you're uh-huh. like, what? And it's just funny because everybody can relate to that. Like, oh, I meant to say this and that. And then it came out <laughs> like this. This one that I was just watching yesterday was like, I meant to say, this person asked me for an extra napkin. They work at like a Wendy's, let's say, some fast food restaurant. And and I handed him and they said, thanks. And I was going to say, no problem. And you're welcome. And it came out, you're the problem. <laughs> oh. But you know how you say so You're like, shit. Yeah. you're the problem and they're like i didn't even say anything i just walked away <laughs> bye that, that's Oops. probably gonna haunt the person for a while but we all know you in the way that you would even say something like that like we all know that it's, it's like a, a oops because it's like the uh, uh, like your brain like you have like a misfire you're like 
take luck problem. For me, it's I've I've got about a minute's worth of things mm -hmm. that are ready to go. Mm -hmm. I'm a little too far ahead of the conversation in my head, and so oh, when anxiety. I'm, mm -hmm. No, it's just I, I'm thinking about what. The, where the conversation's going, what what we're talking about, and then when why it comes, are you thinking so? Why aren't you just here? I don't know. That's how my brain works. So I'm always mm. like, I've got exhausting. seven different things going on in my mind at all. All times. these tabs are open. Yeah, a lot of tabs are <laughs> open. Sean has like 25 tabs open. <laughs> and then I skip from topic to topic mm -hmm. inside my head a lot, which is strange. That's I, why when we're I learned, to, I need to learn how to focus, and I think that that's one of the the things that I, I've found with social media. Oh, uh, it, and computers. It's going to feed into that lack of focus. It, yeah, it, it certainly aggravates it. So like yesterday, for example, I was sitting in the living room and it was the end of the day and you were like, hey, I'm going to grab a shower. I said, okay, cool. Mm -hmm. And I made dinner. Yeah, Sean was so nice because I had the live stream. But rather than put the TV on and have the boob tube going in the background. Ooh, the boob tube. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Rather than have that going in the background and be a distraction and take my focus away, I turned it off. And then I was like, well, maybe I'll put music on. And so then I went to my phone to, and then I checked my email and then I turned on Spotify. And, and then, then I, I was out of the shower. <laughs> no, but then I caught myself. It's like, you're just jumping from one thing to another. So then I put the phone on silent. Look I didn't put the music on. Then I looked at the stereo and I was like, oh, maybe I'll put a record on. And then I poo-pooed that idea. I said, no. Yeah, I was like, there was no record on when I came out. Right. And then I just, in silence, stood there and I was like, it was kind of nice to mm -hmm. have no, you know, it was just some low lighting. It was getting dark outside. Excuse me, I got the burps. Um, and then the dog was, you know, just paying, staring at me and I was staring at the dog and it was nice. <laughs> we just had a, a moment. A moment of silence, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then um, I worked on dinner, but I did it without any music, without anyone talking to me, mm -hmm. without me listening. And then I processed through my thoughts. Well, I never imagine that. No, but I never do that. I like, know you always put music on. It drives me nuts. It's not just music. It's like the computer, the phone. <laughs> totally. And the phone, especially because it's so good these days, it has so many things going on, whether it's a camera, whether it's reaching out into the world, whether it's reading articles, it's just too much mm -hmm. for me anyways. And it, I think it's it's detrimental, like, and not in a bad way. And I should be able to control my behavior. I mean, you did and you can. I did in that moment, but I think I'm going to try and make a conscientious effort to to wean myself off of it because it's just too much. Well, remember when I told you, this was like back when we were in Santa Monica, that woman I followed, JC Dupree, is her name on um, Instagram? Yeah. Her and her husband have a date night every week where it's like, they, I forget what they call it. I told you back in the day, it was like, it's some like retro date night where they like don't have phones. Like they turn them off. They have them because they have a child. So yeah. like, you know, if there's an emergency, but you don't have your phone. Yeah. And I think we should do that. And I'd said that to you. I was like, oh, let's do that. And you're like, sure. And I think we did once. Maybe. Oh, yeah. And the, I sat in the backyard the other day and I didn't have the phone with me. Mm -hmm. I didn't have any music going. And I just looked at the trees, the wind blowing through mm -hmm. the, the leaves and the leaves are falling right now. It's yeah, beautiful. It's beautiful. beautiful. Although it's such a mess. Yeah. And that was so much more stimulating after five minutes of that, it was it was almost like meditation. Mm -hmm. I wonder what actual meditation would be like. Oh, yeah. Or when you go on those silent retreats. Remember Abba right. went on one of those? One of my girlfriends went to a silent retreat for two weeks, I think, or a week. Anyway, she said the first like two days are painful. You like just want to talk and you want to. And she's like, and then all of a sudden you're like, wow, I get to be like quiet with myself. Right. And she's like, it's uncomfortable. And then it's wonderful. I get really uncomfortable when there's silence in a conversation. 
I think everybody does try to fill the space. There's uh, that gal, Doctor Lindsay Doe. Super. Oh yeah, she's and, a nice person. And but Derek, boy oh from boy, Veritasium, he does it too. Mm, I don't know, mm-hmm. but Lindsay. The last time I saw her, we were in Huntsville, Alabama. Yeah, for Thinker ThinkerCon. And we were wandering around and uh, checking out all these art shops. Mm-hmm. And we ran into her, and we were, we were talking, you and I and her, and then. Uh, the conversation naturally just wound down. So the three of us are staying there and she doesn't say anything and she's just staring. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, it, it made me so uncomfortable. Like, what are you staring at? You know, like either say something or leave. <laughs> and I felt bad, but that's what I was thinking in my head, you know? And then she's and just with us, just she being was, with us. I know, but to be silent with another human is so uncomfortable for me. It was funny because we had that conversation and then, and then we walked and then, away and Sean was like, oh my God, that silence, I just can't handle. I was like, what's the matter? And I was like, we're both therapists. I think her and I are just like, <sighs> Sean's like freaking out and her and I are just no. like taking in the environment. But what you just did is you, you looked around, mm-hmm. she was just looking at me and it was, it, it, you know, whatever thoughts <laughs> she was having, I was like, what are you thinking? You know, like I wanted to, I needed to know. I need a play by play. Yeah. Well, what are you, what are you thinking? Why are you, you know, that's people feel that in therapy. Mm. Like, do you and Barry ever have silence? Does he ask you a question? And let you sit with it. Cause Barry likes to talk too much. I think, uh, no, he's great, but I didn't say he wasn't great. I feel like a bug under a microscope when someone doesn't say anything and they're staring yeah, that's at how me. people feel in therapy. I feel like Barry doesn't do that to you enough then. Oh yeah. That's not a good feeling. No, but it, it's good because it gives you time. The therapy thing is it gives you time to consider and to not feel like you have to fill the space with bullshit. Because mm. that's what we do in life, just fill fill conversations with bullshit. When in therapy, they're asking like direct questions that are difficult and you should be given the time to consider your response, not just automatic response. You know, right? the things we always say because then we'll keep getting what we always get. Hmm. So That's something to think about for me, for sure. Yeah. I don't do enough uh, self-reflection. I'm always looking for outside stimulation. Mm-hmm. I think it's very common. You're not alone. Like, no, I, know. I do it too. It's not like I'm immune from it. It's a hard thing. Yeah. Because being quiet, what, you know, is uncomfortable. What if we had a silent podcast? Put out <laughs> an episode of nothing. Uh, I want you to consider your thought. Everybody's like, click away. Fuck this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hmm. we definitely don't spend enough quiet time. I've always, I'm, I don't know. It's funny though. Cause even as a kid, I like crave quiet time. So like when you go over next door on Mondays, like I just do my own thing for a while, like without anything really on, or I might just have like sex and city on the background, but I'm not really listening to it. I'm just like doing my own thing. Right. Huh? I never realized. Yeah. Never realized what, how, how much interaction you like to have. <laughs> I just, I, I, yeah, there's so many, everybody things. has a different level that they require. I think yours is a little higher than mine. I'm just curious just about realized. a lot of things. So, the fact that everything's on tap at all times, I'm like a junkie for information. I'm like, ooh, what's that? What's this? What's but you that? You can't and just let it sit. Nope. It's like on to the next. Yeah. Yeah. I think I just realized that and I don't yeah. didn't really notice it before. And I think something that could help me out is tinkering more in the garage. Because when you have small projects that you're working on or you're trying to solve a problem, I think that's why mechanics are fun. You know, like if you're working on a bicycle or a motorcycle or whatever, you're you're problem solving and you're you're trying to but you're you're in the the macro, mm-hmm. no, the micro. Sorry, you're mm-hmm. not looking at a big picture. Yeah, macro is big. Yeah. You're, you're focusing on on a small thing, and and I think by doing that 
And by focusing mm-hmm. on one task for an elongated period of time, it makes you able to handle other aspects of your life mm-hmm. without such chaos or without flip, flittering from one subject to the other. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's what I feel like that's what yoga does for me. Yeah, I think I've lost my focus in a lot of ways. It's a weird conversation to get into, but yeah, but I don't. I mean, and I mean this in a loving way. I don't know if you've ever been like a focused person like that. I used to be. You've always been very to. scattered to me. And that's not a put down. That's yeah. just different. Like everybody's different. I'm like Phoebe Buffay and friends when she's freestyle running. Oh, you God. Know? That's what my mind is like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's a gift and a curse. I'll be honest. You know, it's a gift in that you can be very creative yeah, by you, letting your mind run. You and your and- dad are both like that. I don't put up barriers inside mm-hmm. my mind. And I think a lot of people have barriers. Oh, like they're 100%. afraid to to consider or to to mm-hmm. to be creative. I think everyone's creative to a certain extent, but I think a lot of people are afraid of being judged or Remember when I went to that class at YouTube years ago about creativity? Yeah, the and big the, magic. Yeah, and the guy was talking about I'm gonna sneeze. Hold on. The guy was talking about creativity and how we put it. Bless you. Pardon me. Um, the, thank you. The guy was talking about how we put creativity on a pedestal, mm-hmm. but we have to remember that to create is to be creative. And we think of creativity as like, you think differently and outside the box. No, do you create something that's being creative? And everybody has their own perspective that is unique. Therefore, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Also creating for the sake of enjoyment as opposed yeah, versus- to creating for the sake of uh, reward. Mm-hmm. And I, I enjoy creating just for the fact that, oh, you, you produce something that's, that's neat, you know, that yeah. you, whether it's good or not, doesn't really matter to me. Mm-hmm. It's, it's about, um, just doing that. Yeah. And I find gratification in creating something, whether it's, uh, drawing or whether it's working in Photoshop or I like to do drawings, yeah, even mm-hmm. if it sucks, yeah. you know, and then through practice and repetition, you get better, but, or at mm-hmm. least I hope you do. Yeah, I mean, my guitar could. is not advancing, by the way. Damn it. You don't really play it very often anymore. I haven't really had the time in the evening. And, yeah. Um, so I, I mean, you I have, have the get, time. But... I have to get back into Because you always lessons. have time. I, I never, I don't know Make why. Make time or yeah. to reclaim time from, well, you from these pull, moments. Claim of, from, you pull claim. You pull time from the other things that have claimed it. Yes. Like watching the news or listening to Joe Rogan podcast. Or you can do it at the same time. Yeah. Uh, I think if you really want to get serious about something, though, you have to carve out a space mm-hmm. in time mm-hmm. as well as physical space and, and yeah. buckle down bucko yeah well it's just i don't know why and i think i don't know if anybody else feels this way but sometimes when people are like oh i just don't have time for that i'm always like no you just don't want to make time for that like you're not making time i don't mean that as a like anything on you it's true but though i remember my friend joanna when we were working together and she was like i don't we started youtube she's like i seriously don't know how you have time because i have no time for it and i was like well i just make time for it I was like, what do you do after work? She's like, well, sometimes I run some errands. And then I go, I'm like, see, I don't, I don't do that. I go home because I have to do that. Like, that's how the time is found. Mm-hmm. It's right there. I had it. I was just using it differently. I think I'm a little tough on myself too, though, in that I think I'm super scattered and maybe I am in, in smaller tasks, but mm-hmm. there has been quite a few things we've stuck with, which, you know, our work, our jobs mm-hmm. is one of them. Instead of changing jobs every two or three years, mm-hmm. For, for a decade, give or take, we've been doing the same thing, which I think is, has netted results. Yeah. And and that's good. So I, I don't give myself credit for for sticking with it, you know? Totally. I didn't think that's what we were talking about, though. No, You're I'm just... You're talking about, like, focus. Yeah. Which, sure, you can... You and I can... I mean, that's... My problem's the opposite of yours. I can be, like, too focused. Right. And, like, I can't 
feel I don't feel like I can relax until I'm finished done. with my things. Yeah. Gotcha. Where it's funny because and I don't we know should it, meet somewhere in the middle, you and I. <laughs> right. We need the <laughs> same moderation. But sometimes I'll, I'll internally <clears throat> think to myself, man, I wish I was just like Sean. Like I could just be like, well, this is what I'm doing. Like you'll just sit down. Why did I get the dumb guy voice? Wait a minute. It's it's my dude voice. It's all dudes in my head. Is that well? This is what I'm doing. Oh, oh. How would I talk like I'm you? Just kidding. Oh, I was I'm, like, I can't I do it. Your leg. I can't do a dude voice. <laughs> anyway, but like, if you get up in the morning with Roxy or whatever, you just like up with her. That's like all you're doing. But when I get up, I'm like, okay, the dishwasher needs to be unloaded. I should probably change. It. Are the clothes in the dryer? Have I folded those? Like, I'm going through like my checklist. I'm like, oh, is the floor dirty? Do I need a vacuum today? Are her nails too long? Like, that's how my brain is. Like, I don't. I don't just think, well, she's up and I fed her. I'm going to watch some news now. Hmm. Yeah, I think men and women are fundamentally different, though, in in some ways. I agree. Women are multitaskers. And not to say that men aren't, and this isn't a blanket statement, but... I think by and large, though, it's very true. Yeah. You know, I think men go after things in a linear fashion. Yeah, and we're more like taking it all in at once. Like a big net. Yeah. Well, we, we know, and I'd, I'd have to dig up the research from like, this is like eons ago, but that women, like the difference between what a woman can keep in her brain as like a to-do list and things she's working on, I don't even know. It's like three times what a man can. Men can really struggle to have multiple things Sexist. going. Sexist. Well, no. I tricked you. I trapped you into my sexist conversation. <laughs> no, but things are different, right? You and I, and even just using you and I as like, I can do a lot more in yeah. my brain at one time. Like I manage a lot more with our life than yeah. you do when it comes to like number of things, Yes, not time or energy, just number of things. And you guys, I, at least once a month, probably more, we will have a conversation that goes like this. Hey, where are the paper towels? Oh, no. Not I even. couldn't even say paper towels there. <laughs> where are the paper towels? Not even you? just that. That's part of it. But the other part is that you and I will get into a conversation where I will... Uh, I'll come out from like a call or a hangout or something and I'll have things that I need us to get, like I need to talk to you about and I'll start off like, okay, for instance, we were like doing stuff on the weekend throughout the house and I was like, oh, can you get up in the attic and do this? And then also, okay, so we're going to have to do that. And I don't really know. And I'll mention like three or four things and you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like you get overwhelmed immediately. And I'm like, I haven't even got a third through my list of things that I'm thinking about. And I've overwhelmed you with like four. Yeah, but you may not be taking into consideration that I'm already working on something in my brain, you know, or I'm, I'm on another project. So you just come in and dump these these items. No, but you were with me. You were talking to me. And yeah. then you're like, you're talking really fast. That's what you said. You got a lot of things. You're talking really fast. I need a list in paper format, <laughs> in numerical order. What order are we going to go through these items? And I'll cross them off the list one at a time. I'm not going to work on six projects <laughs> at, at the same time. At my own pace. It was just really funny because we have conversations like that periodically. Yeah. And I think that goes back to like how I think we're wired differently. Because then you look at my mom and Larry, same thing. My mom's like doing 25,000 things at once. And Larry's like, I'm going to cook the ribs. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do the best job I can on this one. Then I'm going to move into my next thing. And I can multitask and I do multitask. But it's a good balance. I don't think I want to be with me. Like my mom and I argue all the time because of stuff like that. Where I'm like, hey, stop it. Like she's driving me crazy. I'm probably driving her crazy. You know what I mean? You need the balance of someone that's like, yeah you know it, it's that that's what makes it it work <laughs> your mom <laughs> the last time she visited mm-hmm. uh it's funny because it's like a mirror 
you know, in, so, in some ways, not in every mm-hmm. way, but we were driving and your mom was on the Zillow uh, oh, well, yeah. oh, all and hunting mm-hmm. and just reading off uh, facts about properties that she was discovering, mm-hmm. not facts, but the information the, about them. Like, oh, did you know that this one has so uh, one acre and blah, 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 and is going for But it was, went down the list, you know, mm-hmm. uh, house after house. And I saw you <laughs> getting aggravated. You're like, I don't care. I, I've just bought a house. <laughs> yeah, but, and she just kept going, you know, That's with these other not, ones. She gets on a... She was, she was on, she was very focused on on house hunting. Well, because she's hunting for herself too. Yeah. But it, it's just funny because we are quite a bit alike. Yeah. And it, but again, I don't want to date me. I can't be around me all the time. Yeah. Even my mom and I like sometimes, unless we're if we're on the same path and we're doing the same things, it's beautiful. We get so much done. My mom and I want to do a task together. Like when she was turning part of her house into that apartment mm-hmm. to rent out, we put that tile up. We painted the cabinets. Got so much done. It was fun. But then if we both feel a little bit like scattered and there's a lot of stuff to do and we're both on different pages, we can get very frustrated. Mm. She can get overwhelmed. I get overwhelmed. So now now it sounds like me. Mm-hmm. Multitasking is frustrating. Well, it's like I'm my plate is full and she's trying to throw her plate onto my plate. And I'm trying to throw my plate onto her plate. And then we're both like, ah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. We're not going in the same direction. Right. That's All right. Well, I mean. this was a, a fun tangent. Yeah. Everybody's little, int- I don't know. Yeah. Which self- uh, analyzing here yeah which side do you fall on are you going in five thousand different directions like a net are you like like sean like one thing at a time and i think just to to put a bow in that Mm -hmm. conversation i prefer to be linear and i find that this thing is scattered is scattering me and same thing with computers Mm -hmm. like having a a bunch of tabs open is a good description of what i'm going through Mm -hmm. i'll have different programs open and too many tasks available to me so that when I get bored, I cheat myself by jumping into something else, not Mm. bored, but, or frustrated. I don't work my way through the problem that's currently in front of me. I'll jump into something else. Do you think that's exacerbated your struggle to like, to finish things? You know, we talked about like, you'll get it to like 80%. Oh, absolutely. And I'm a finisher. Like I stick on it. I'm like, I'm going to do this. It's done. Okay. I'm going to do this one. Okay. It's done. Yeah. And I, I don't think I have ADHD or ADD or any of those things. I don't know. Um, I'm not your doctor. Well, I don't think I do have that, but I think that technology is certainly agitating me mm-hmm. and bringing out those those qualities, mm-hmm. uh, uh, lack of focus, yeah. jumping from thing to thing, um, and, and a good recipe for me. I, I'm coming to this realization. I'm, I'm thinking about what what isn't working for me in life. And I think a lot of it has to do with technology and I'm getting frustrated by it. And so I think I'm just going to kind of ease off the, I don't know if it'll work or not, but, <laughs> but I'm going to try he's, and ease off said it. This, this is like your fourth attempt. And yeah. every time I'm always like, must be nice for you to not have to be on social media. How it's, lovely. Well, it's different for than work. It's You're, not. It's not. It is. I mean, I'll still have to use it for work, but I mean, for pleasure in my downtime, mm-hmm. I, I think I'm just going to step away from it. And I would assume, and I'm, I'm guessing here, but down the road mm-hmm. when the scientists, mm-hmm. the government or whoever, uh, when they look at technology and the issues that Facebook has has brought into the uh, the social equation, mm-hmm. I think we're going to find out that the the addiction properties are going to be akin to tobacco. Yeah, I mean, Dr. Drews talked about that a while ago. We'd heard him say that he, he compared it. He thought they would Did compare he? it to, to tobacco and cigarettes. So, yeah, like, and I think it's going to be 
harder to quit social media because mm-hmm. it's it's all enveloping. Well, now they're like metaverse. Yeah, and it's like, all around oh, you, right? Yeah. Screens are, are, there's a proliferation of technology built into things like mm-hmm. smart cups or smart sweaters or, you know what I mean? Like they're, yeah, they're putting not. chips in everything or so it's going to be externalized. It'll be every surface or you're actually going to get into it, whether it's the metaverse or whatnot. And man, I would not perform well if that was the case, if all those things. <laughs> it's too, too scattered. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it does exacerbate that scatteredness because sometimes even I'll try to, I'm like, oh, I got to get into Instagram because I need to post, you know, the podcast or I need to um, put up that short or whatever it is. And I'll get into the app and I'll do a ton of other things within it without even realizing that I haven't done the thing I can. And I'm like, wait, what was I getting into this for? And then I'll get out and I'll go back to my list of to-dos. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, I'm supposed to do that. And then I get back into it. And so even as a focused person, I find it to be very distracting. Right. And I mean, the thing, I think the difference is, I guess, if I don't find something to be enjoyable, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'd, I'd like to, I wish someone could like observe and like time it. I think I get out within like less than five minutes. So like when I'm on Instagram, because I don't know why I just don't find it as enjoyable anymore. I'm not in it very much. And as soon as I start to be like, I'm out. Yeah. Like I'm like, why am I in this? And then I just close it down. But TikTok, I don't really feel I kind of I find it very funny and I enjoy it. It's a better mousetrap. It just I don't even think it's that. I think it's the fact that like I do, I do do some work in it, but not really. And I don't like I don't. A lot of my friends create on there maybe, but I don't follow that. Like it's just I get to do it just as a as a viewer, not as a an in, an influencer, if you even want to call me that. You know what's going to happen though is corporations are going to creep into the TikTok environment mm-hmm. with advertiser dollars. And it'll it, be ruined. Yeah. It'll ruin it. And, and that'll be here sooner rather than it's later. already here. Yeah. I mean, you see it, you know, people are even like within the YouTube space and creator space. All, everybody's like, oh, I got to get on TikTok. There's so much more money there. Blah, blah, blah. Like that's what happened with YouTube. That's happened with Facebook. That's what happened with Instagram. It just has happened with all the platforms. Right. Other than Twitter, because Twitter's a shithole. <laughs> I think money's in Twitter as well. Obviously, there's money I mean, somewhere advertising and promoted tweets. I don't, I don't really, yeah. Anyway. Oh, anyways, but uh, yeah, I feel like- Time for letters because we're behind. Yep, yep. I feel like that's that's where we have to go with this. Okay. Let's get into the, some technology. Let's, let's uh, do it. Yeah. Well, actually, let's get into some fun family sayings. Is that the title of this mm-hmm. letter? All right. So we're getting into audience letters right now. Fun family sayings. This is from Ozzy. Hello, Ozzy. Hey, Ozzy. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, what, what, what? Oh, 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 I have a question. Oh, oh. No, uh, Ozzy, I believe, posted a photo on Discord, which is okay. our community service mm-hmm. or server. Service. Yeah. We offer you a service. A community service broadcast announcement. No, um, I think it's Ozzy mm-hmm. posted this photo, which I thought was just stunning. It's this landscape, like a pasture. Mm-hmm. Um and like snow and it's gray oh, and pretty. in the in the distance there may be a tree stand it just it looked like a photo and it caught my or looked like a photo of course it looked like a photo it was a photo <laughs> no it looked like a painting oh uh, yeah or it could be a painting mm-hmm. it just i don't know it, or like a professional photo like it was so beautiful yeah it just it was like still life and i i could picture the wind kind of just mm-hmm. across the landscape sorry if i have coffee breath oh, I, um, I wonder why you did this weird out of the side of your mouth thing I didn't notice. Right. And I too uh, have coffee. Break. And then it made me think of Fargo, the mm-hmm. movie. You know how there's like the scene where. Oh, God. Yeah. I just, I'm that movie. So like, oh, yeah. But anyways, mm-hmm. I think it was Aussie. If it wasn't Aussie, then whoever posted that photo, you know. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Uh-huh. Back to Aussies. 
letter. Hello, Sean and Katie. This is my first time to write in, but I wanted to share my family's saying. I really don't know where it came from. Sorry, that always makes me nervous when you push into your cup there. <clears throat> but I remember, <clears throat> excuse me. I really don't know where it came from, but I remember hearing from early teens on, and I actually use it on the regular. So that's a good, that's a good saying. That means that's something that's really stuck with you. The phrase is, <laughs> I've heard this phrase too. Well, that went over like a fart in church. <laughs> For use, it's a funny way of saying a situation went badly. Also, it usually kind of, um, also, it's usually kind of funny, but much like being in some churches, you really don't want to laugh about it. Like you're like, oh, oh, oh my God. Does it, what, what happens in that instance, mainly because I've never experienced that, but if someone rips one, you know, in, in church and there's uh, silence, does a it, little does shuffling, anyone, do they acknowledge it? No. No. And then you pretend it didn't happen. Just like in yoga, you know, mm -hmm. no one, no one lets out a gasp like, ah, my God, Dave. No, no but, um, who's the, there was that, that teacher that I would take you to who he's French. Jerome. Jerome. And Jerome would not tolerate it. He thought it was rude. Yoga. In yoga. He's a yoga teacher at back in Santa Monica. I'm sure he still teaches there. 10 a.m. class in Power Yoga East. Anyway, wonderful. An 8 a.m. class, I think, too. Anyway, when people would fart, he'd be like, come on, get it together. He would always it. say that. Yeah. He'd be like, this is not the place. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, fair enough. Like, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. Squeeze your cheeks like everybody else. Come on now. So relaxed. Okay, Aww. it says, in closing... I want to thank you for all that you and the um, you and the community has done. You're all supportive, informative, and entertaining. I wish you all the joy and respect. Thank you, Andy, quote unquote, Ozzy. Thanks, Ozzy. And yeah, I mean, there's this lady on TikTok who gives a daily fart. It's an older lady. She's like in her 60s. And she talks really close to the camera. And she's like, hey, everybody. So I got a good fart for you. Hold on. There you go. Have a good one. That's it. That's all she does. I was wow. tempted to share it. I stumbled upon it last night and I opened up her page and that's like all she does. And I was like, she getting crazy views. Oh, hilarious. And everybody's I like, I wonder who would sponsor that. And someone even said, I don't know. But Dino. somebody's like, that fart even sounded old. <laughs> I was like, now that, we're judging people's farts. A dusty fart. Yeah. That's some, what somebody said, a dusty fart. The other one. Someone in the comments is just, people are just funny. Yeah. Anyway, I was like, wow. That's a niche I don't want to be a part of. Yeah. But thank you, Ozzy, for sending that in. And we've, my family, not my like immediate like nuclear family, but my extended family has used that phrase. Like that went over like a fart in church. We were like, that didn't go over very well. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. I like, I like it. it. We'll have to keep using it. I'll have to bring it back. Okay. Um, okay. This is from Lucy. And it is entitled your P.O. Box address for Austin. So I'm going to give that out to you guys here in a second. It says, hi, both of you and to Roxy. I was in the supermarket here recently and something caught my eye. Aha. I thought they would make a perfect little thank you for you, um, for you pair for, oh, for you pair for the nights over the last eight months where I've listened to your shows on loop to keep me calm during crippling CPTSD and associated insomnia. Oh, I'm so sorry. Those nightmares can be brutal. Oh, she found it. We got her. We got her package. Thank you, Lucy. I recognize the name and I. it says the clue is Harry Potter, our Pez dispenser. Oh, yeah. yeah. I ate them all in one sitting. And it was such a sweet letter. <laughs> I don't yeah, even like really, candy, but. That really made my day. Yeah, it was so really thank nice. You. Yeah. And even, I think, Lucy, you also sent the little thing that says a house isn't a home without a dog, I think. Yeah. Thank you, Lucy. You're the sweetest. Okay. I'm glad you figured out which. Because we're catching up with the letters. <laughs> yeah, that's back September 30th. So. Gotcha. 
She figured well, it out. You. Okay. This one's from Patty. Yes. I was just talking to Patty yesterday. And it says, defending Sean. Thank you. Writing game upgrades and more. Hmm. Okay, here we go. It says, ahoy, hoy, Sean, Katie, and the OTDM family. It is I, Patty L. Cubed, Patty for short, Knight of the Queendom of Cupcake and local Scooby-Doo guru. Scooby-Doo guru. It. I, yeah, it's defending Sean. Yes, that's right. I'm starting off fulfilling a nightly duty to defend the innocent-ish. In a recent episode, Sean talked about using super glue on a cut instead of using a Band-Aid or a new skin, and yeah. Katie was shocked by it. Well, in fact, Sean is actually correct when saying it's okay to use super glue to help close up small cuts. Super glue was actually created originally to help temporarily close wounds until more traditional methods such as stitches could be used to close up wounds. Hmm. Wow, Patty, I had no idea. Yeah, you don't use that with uh, open heart surgery, of course. I wouldn't recommend that. Just we need more super glue. Just keep pouring it in there. <laughs> Dave, your chest is hard. You, you got some oh clogged arteries here, buddy. It's not clogged it's arteries. All turning it's all turning white. Ah. However, Sean, you should probably keep to the medical version if possible. Sure. As off the shelf gorilla glue is not considered to be sterile. Oh, it's a sterile issue. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. So back to the new skin. Okay. Okay, writing game upgrades. Yes. Here we go. Katie, you've mentioned on multiple occasions that you are old school and still handwrite notes in therapy. I do. And Sean, you said you want to get away from a reliance on technology. Well, do I have a solution for Boy, both been, of you? I've been talking about this for a while, have I? Uh, Yeah, since I've known you. Well, actually, no, that's a lie. Because back when I met you, you had a flip phone because we met in 2009. Hmm. And I think in the last eight years, probably, yes. Mm-hmm. That I've been talking about getting away from it. Uh -huh. Boy, that's not working out very well for me. <laughs> I like that you like forgot you've even talked about this before. I thought this was a new thing I was stumbling. Seriously? Upon. Yeah. Really? Are you serious? Yeah, I thought. Are I, you being I, was... I think like you're tugging my leg. No, I I thought I was coming to this conclusion naturally that I. Need you've to... done this multiple times. Hmm, that's odd. <laughs> oh, I forgot about it. Squirrel. Okay. <laughs> this fucking technology is making me so scattered. I don't know. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. So he has a solution. Don't fret, my dear. Oh, okay. Oh, and okay, this might be the secret hipster in me, but you should get a fancy schmancy fountain pen. Oh. Yeah, that's right. In parentheses, right, W-R-I-T. <laughs> you should upgrade your writing utensils to the classic and awesome fountain pen. They look great, are better for the environment because they can be refilled and reused, mm -hmm. and are less stressful on the hand and wrist. Oh, and did I mention that they look super cool? super cool personally i love my fountain pen because it's so comfortable to use looks amazing and is a massive ego boost lol i've forgotten how to write cursive in a lot of ways i forget how the letters get connected sometimes really i've tried to write in cursive i know but i'm sure there's videos on youtube you write uh, in all caps it's really funny sometimes i do all caps sometimes yeah. i do small letters i'm just like a freestyle writer <laughs> you're like a phoebe runner with well you know what uh computers ruined my my handwriting i used to have pretty good penmanship as a kid i've never had good penmanship as a left-handed person I, I used to pride myself on there was this girl in fifth grade nicole brown mm -hmm. and nicole brown had nicole the, brown mm -hmm. wow isn't that the person oj killed well not the same person mm. but they shared the same name yes continue um but she had amazing penmanship and i was mm. so envious uh our it's funny that you remember my friend rachel keen had amazing penmanship and my friend megan smalls i used to like 
because the the thought of controlling something and I could control my handwriting, mm-hmm. you know, like I want to write too fast. That's my problem. Not too right. fast. I have too many thoughts. But I want things to be perfect, <laughs> like very exact. Mm. And I, I found pleasure in, in having handwriting that was exact and clean. Mm. And then uh, I got into using computers. And that went down the tube. No, not really, but it slowly has. Now I, I use, I type on my phone or I type on the computer mm-hmm. and I, I do less and less with a pen. So you know what? I think I'm going to take your... Patty has got great advice. Yeah. I don't know about a fountain pen though, because I don't like smearing ink because I, I, I like clean hands. But you're right-handed. Yeah. Why would you smear ink? Oh, don't don't fountain pens kind of, it's, it's hard to control how much ink comes out. It depends on the fountain pen and it depends on the tip and like what mm. type you get. Well, yeah, you, like, can, you can adjust it, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. I do like having a good collection of pens, like different types of ballpoint pens. I don't have any right now. I was like, Sean has no pens and you steal my pens. I do. <laughs> and then I'll be like, where's my favorite one? And it's like in his drawer in the other room. <laughs> I'm like, son of a bitch. Yeah, I wait for you to find a really good pen and then I, I steal, steal it. it. I'm like, Although oh, that one must he be likes the ones that produce more ink than I like because as a left-handed person, I need to dry immediately or my hand's going to go right, right Like I like those zebra pens that you don't like because they put out just the right amount of ink. Zebra? So, mm-hmm. Hmm. A lot of people sent them to me, and now I have a wonderful collection. I like a good Sharpie, but I can't be trusted with it because then I'll start drawing on things. I don't like Sharpies. They're too thick. Oh, yeah. I don't like it. I also don't like the smell of old school markers, you Mm -hmm. know, felt tip markers. I did not. They were so strong. They don't smell like that anymore. Oh, yeah. They used to squeak when you'd write. Be like, marks a lot. That's what they were called. Sir marks a lot. (laughs) That reminds me of the old Dane Cook comedy where he's like talking about the smell does anyone remember the the pen? We had those markers that like one smelled like orange that I liked a lot and lemon. Vitamin C. And people would always be like, uh, smell it. And then they smash it into your nose and you're like, son of a bitch. But he's like, and then there's the black one, which I really love because it smelled like black licorice. And I like black licorice, but it's a love it or hate it type of thing. And he'd be like, I swear when you smell that one, you see Jesus eyes. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, ah, like you have a religious experience. Dane Cook was so big for a hot moment, mm-hmm. man. His album was hilarious. I used to, oh yeah, his two albums, my friend Jerry and I used to listen to them like over and over and over and yeah. over and over. I knew them by heart. He, uh, I think it was Jerry or maybe someone else like recorded, like copied a CD for me because it mm-hmm. was CDs back then, you guys. This was 2002. Anyway, um, you'd copy the CDs and we just played it over and over. Yeah. His, his album. It was so good. So funny. Whatever happened to him? I don't know. I don't know if no he's still doing power. He made a lot of money. He yeah. did the big stadium tours, sold a ton of records. He even albums. acted for a little a hot minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Wonder what happened to him. Okay. Yeah. Back to Patty's letter. Sean's power washer dreams. Yes. Recently, Sean said he was inspired by your contractor and that he wanted to get a power washer. Yes. Well, fear not, Sir Sean. I have a low budget, year-round, and easy solution to your power washing wishes. Okay. He's fixing all sorts of problems today, Patty. Thank you, Patty. Okay, in this, um, in this decent year of 2021, we have technology uh-huh. to make you, Sir Sean St. Louis, a wielder of power washing for the low price of 1999. Oh, okay. Wait. How? Is it just okay? How? Well, good sir. There's a game that allows you to feel the exhilarating power, the prestige, the pride, and the awesomeness of power washing without the worry of getting your feet wet and high water bills. The game name, you ask? Power Washer Solution. 
<laughs> oh, simulator. Sorry. Power washer simulator. <laughs> what is going on? It's a game. Oh, uh, online. Like a video game. Oh, okay. Yeah. You can get the power washer simulator. Oh, okay. <laughs> can do it for $19.99, honey. <laughs> Not $200. Right, right. Okay. Thank you, Patty, for solving all the problems. <laughs> now, we're moving on to embarrassing injuries. Okay. These are, I like how these are broken down paragraph to paragraph. Okay. okay. So these are but two stories of a young, not yet knighted Patty trying far too hard to show off how amazing he was for former love interests. It's like you with that bike situation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Our first stop on the time machine embarrassment sees us visit eight-year-old Patty, who was very much interested in his sister's high school best friend and former fiance. Not really, but she was way too old for me a little oh, bit, okay. you know. And his failed attempt at showing her how much of a cool dude he was. In a lovably foolish attempt at being cool, I decided to show off how I could stop and turn my bike with one foot on the ground. Only that's a move. Mm -hmm. that, that's a power move. It's a pretty move. cool move. It's a very yeah. it's a big power move. I mean, move. it says, "Hey, look at me. I'm a daredevil." Not only that, but you, I'm in control. I'm in control <laughs> and stylish. Damn straight. Yeah. Only there were two problems. First, I had a bike that used pedals for brakes. Oh, so you had to do it back. Oh yeah. And second, I'd never done this trick before. And I'd Shprog only seen older kids pull it off. <laughs> Practice that one a little bit. But hey, more power to you. The first for time just to try something is not in front of your crush. Yeah. <clears throat> just putting it out there. Did either of those red flags stop me? Absolutely freaking not. I had to impress my fiance with my rad biker skills. Unfortunately, beginner's luck did not choose me that day. And instead of turning like a cool dude, I did a modified split. <laughs> oh, no. Because <laughs> oh, no. you're trying to. <laughs> yep. I wiped right off the bike into a near perfect split and went from Joe Cool to having a Nike swoosh. Oh, no. Nike swoosh shape cut on my leg in the blink of an eye. Thankfully, though, my fiance was more concerned that I wiped out than the fact that I was not cool Joe or Joe Cool. Sorry. And I had a cool ass scab for the next few weeks. Oh, yeah. That's the time that those glasses fall down. Da -da -da -da. <laughs> okay. Our second and final stop for today's ride is but a few years in the future, landing in a world where young Patty has become a dreaded middle schooler. Mm. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. And just like the first injury, the second one is a result of a failed daredevil stunt. He was a daredevil. While vying for my crush's, oh, while vying for my crush's attention. Don't worry. This crush was the same age for once okay. and not an older girl. Okay, so we're in our own pool here. Well, you'd think I learned my lesson from an earlier injury. Oh, my nose is itching. I learned my lesson from the earlier injury that being a daredevil was not a great idea for impressing the ladies. Nope. What is um, what is this an interested... Oh, <laughs> what is this, an internet-based podcast? The only thing I learned from the first spectacular failure was that bikes and splits are not a good pairing. Go figure. Yeah. Anywho, imagine this. I'm waiting for the Boys and Girls Club van to come pick me up, along with a few other kids and, of course, my crush. Where we were waiting had concrete embankments that held dirt in from the front of the school. Oh, if you if you can find it, I'll attach a photo. Gotcha. Oh, wow. We have a photo of the school. Those concrete oh, yeah. embankments. Yeah. Okay. I think people understand what those. We, we've all had those. Okay. Um. And they were just tall enough to be a challenge, but just low enough to jump on with a running start. Oh, parkour. 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 Can you see where this is going? 
Yes, listeners, as Orville said to Wilbur, you're right. Young Patty decided it would be a great idea to go for his highest jump yet to impress his crush. Heck yeah. Unlike the last time, I had plenty of experience jumping on these blocks. But Lady Luck was a bit jealous that I wasn't looking her way. And rather than jumping onto the block, I got all of one foot on top before I slammed my shin directly into the corner of the block. Ow! And yes, it hurt as bad as you're imagining it did. But unlike the first time, I walked away with a tiny dent in my leg and a small cut, which I, of course... Didn't tell anyone about. Yeah, you just swallow that scream. (laughs) Oh, well, I now have a permanent bald spot on my shin where the dent still exists. Yeah, I have some marks in my shin. And if you feel up my shin, you can feel the divots from soccer. Somehow, neither of these injuries were serious, and they were definitely more psychologically damaging than physically. LOL. All good with these two now. Anyhow, I hope all is well with Rox and Roxy being a good puppy. I will have some sports injury, cryptid dreams, and a new game for y'all to play in my next correspondence. Fantastic. Thank you. Thanks for all the laughs, Patty. P.S. The image is a bit small, but that's all I could find. No problem. No, you could see good. it just fine, Patty. I know exactly what you mean. Eloquent writing, first of all. Oh, it's so good. He, he writes always letter. so beautifully. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of shin injuries, uh-huh. <clears throat> I think I've, you know we're all human and we, mm-hmm. we can all commiserate with that strike we had shin. recent shin injuries yeah uh, i have a scar from it yeah well your yeah yours was pretty rough and you yeah i'm not healing like i used to well you don't put band-aids on it. i did i put band-aids i put the polysporin the neosporin the i cleaned it i put i took care of it and then you whacked into something else and knocked your whole bit whole scab off again i know it was bad but uh that was me scrambling into the because i thought oh i can just get into the kayak well, we, from the lake. So we have to explain. Okay. So Katie and I, we were uh, playing with the outdoors. It was the weekend before we got Roxy. Right, right. So Katie was using a stand-up paddleboard and I was using a kayak. And the kayak is seated. And Katie is standing. But the benefits are that when you're paddling in a kayak, you have a lot of power. And when you're stand-up paddling, you don't have a lot of power. You got this long stick in it. It's okay, but it's just not as racy Stacy as being Sean a, likes to be able to cruise faster. Yeah, yeah. And I like to like... La, da, I like la. to row. I think it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I'm sure if you're a stand-up paddleboarder, there's people who are amazing at it that are riding big waves, you know, but... I'm sure, I'm sure. But I for just, our skill I just level... Cruise. Yeah. The advantage of what Katie does is that she can dismount and play in the water very mm-hmm. easily. Especially when the lake here is like 75, 80 degrees. Yeah, and it's very hot out. The ambient temperature is so like nice. 100 degrees. So, yeah. you know, you want to cool off by dipping into the water. I was jealous. And so I wanted to get out of my kayak. Not very graceful. We, uh, we both jump in the water, but we stayed in the water for a while and our skin got soft. Oh, yeah. And then we both, so I climb onto my paddleboard and scrape my shin a little bit. Yeah. And I'm bleeding a little bit. And Sean, like, it looked like someone had butchered a deer. No, was- he really, he really racked his shin into the thing trying to get in. And I don't think I realized you were hurt until we got back to the car. I, I didn't was like, realize oh, you're it bleeding. either. Yeah. I mean, the shin is a bleedy spot, right? There's some spots in your body that are more bleedy than others. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, like your forehead. Yeah. Uh, but the shin, and especially with water, you know, I found something out, I don't know, in the last year, maybe. Mm-hmm. It's like three or four years ago. Yeah. Um, that the reason why our skin gets soft like that, especially our fingers, you know, when you get pruned fingers. Yeah, we call it getting pruny. And I'm like, I got to get out of the water. I don't like that feeling. Yeah. But that's so that, because we're so adaptable mm-hmm. and that's so that you can have a grip when you're in water. Yeah. You can still grip. Isn't that amazing how body so, it's like, I will suck up and then yeah. or 
Right, like, like amphibians. Little, yeah, little amphibians. Yeah. Um, but I don't, anybody else not like that feeling? I don't like when my skin feels like that. I'm I like, don't mind. I don't yeah, like Sean it, can handle it. I don't like the way it like, looks, but. I'm like, I got to get out. Yeah. Like if we're in the pool or in the hot tub, I'm like, I got to get out. Hmm. Got to let my body back again. Then I can try it again. Right. I only right. get a good hour before I got to get out. Yeah. How long do you think you could go in a sauna? Oh, there's limits like health wise, Sean. It's like 15 minutes or 20 minutes. Or no, something. I'm just wondering you, like, does a sauna bother you? No, it doesn't do the same thing. Okay. Not even a humid sauna, not a dry sauna, but a, a no, steam bath. It doesn't do that to me. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's right. more, more like when I'm in the water. Yeah. Okay. Ready to move on? Sure. Sure. Okay. We have a letter from Laura and it is entitled head shaving, ear infections, funny family sayings, and crazy glue dreams. I'm like excited crazy glue, really. <laughs> it says, hi, Sean, Katie, Roxy, et al. <laughs> I like it. I had my first car accident yesterday. Oh, my oh, God. No. I'm so sorry. And watching episode 79, Princess Amelie's bad day has helped give me some perspective on that. It could have been a lot worse. Mm-hmm. And I hope um, Amelie's leg is better. Is it Emily? I think it's Emily. E-M-I-L-I-E is how she spelled it here. And I, I forget how, she, how Emily spells it. I am getting off track. Okay. I got really excited when Bernice said that she lived in Littleport. That's near-ish where I live. And I had friends who lived there when I was in college. Oh. How cool. The world is so small. I've been learning Swedish on Duolingo. Oh, no. That, why, Varsa, why it's words. It's, it's, we've got, no, we've got oh. some Swedish words. Varsa what? Good? Varsa God talks a uh, Here Thank you, you go. very much. Thanks so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Norwegian sounds similar. Um, oh, Norwegian sounds similar to Swedish. Interesting. Yeah, tak. I got the barn bit of Christina's Norwegian phrases. Oh, so she knew some of the things that we did not. Uh, <laughs> Thank you to Sean for explaining what scrod is. Scrod. Scrod. Mary Sanderson says it in Hocus Pocus, and I always wondered what it was, but never looked it up. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. What was scrod again? I forget. Like a generic whitefish. You, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. just call mm-hmm. like Pollock haddock it's all scrub it's all scrub and if you put it all together you know add a little crab flavoring that's oh, yeah. oh yeah we were talking about that's what it was okay yeah. um i'm being mary sanderson for halloween this year oh that's so fun oh, yeah, i've never you... seen hocus pocus <gasps> i know sean i told him that i love that movie for it's my only halloween movie and he was like absolutely not isn't that the gal from sex in the city oh sarah jessica parker's in it mm-hmm. yeah and so is bet midler and uh Mary Sanders. I have to pull up the cast, but anyway, it's a really good, it's a, it's a, one of my favorite Halloween films. Mm. It's, it's a little, it's like, it's cutesy. It's for kids, right? Oh, not. I no. mean, not necessarily. Are they witches? Mm-hmm. They're witches. It's a Disney movie. Okay. So the story is after moving to Salem, Massachusetts, which te- I love, by the way, I love, 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 love going to Salem, Massachusetts. Teenager Max Dennison played by Omri Katz, explores an abandoned house with his sister and their new friend, Allison. After dismissing a story, Allison tells a superstitious, Max accidentally frees a coven of evil witches, Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Kathy Najimi. I don't know how to say her last name, but that's who's Mary Sanderson. Okay. Anyways, you recognize that actor, actress, Mm -hmm. um, who lived, oh, who used to live in that house. Now, with the help of a magical cat, the kids must steal the witch's book of spells and stop them from becoming immortal. It's a good, it's a great 
I think it's a really great movie. Yeah. It's fun. I recorded it. I didn't know that there were bad witches in that movie. I thought they were just. uh, Oh, no. They're like, yeah. It's not. I mean, they're not scary. It's not like. But there's definitely parts where you're like, Mm -hmm. get out of there. Salem is such a fun town to go to. I've never been to it. It was on our way to Cape Cod. Mm -hmm. So went every year. mm -hmm. Yeah. Several years in a row. And uh, I always look forward to that. I would prefer to go there instead of. Because I love history. And going there. It's kind of like a living museum mm-hmm. and not, I mean, obviously when you're a kid, the, the fantastical nature of uh, the supernatural yeah. you know, is, is attractive, but also just the fact that the historical value of this was a disaster that went on there, you know, and <laughs> it totally was. And I remember there's this one, you go to the, the witch museum, I think it's the witch museum and they have uh, these kind of like uh, scenes that are set up. And, you know, you, you see people dressed in the, the clothing of the, of the time and, mm-hmm. you know, the 1700s, they look like pilgrims, you know, uh-huh. and uh, that you see a little bit of a witch trial and it lights up that little diorama, that scene. Mm-hmm. And then they ha- you hear the voices talking and they, they enact it. But the, oh, cool. the things don't really move. No, there, it, there may it's be just small movement, but yeah. not a lot. But right? barely, yeah. Am I doing a job explaining it? Mm-hmm. Mannequins or whatever? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, um, well, they're probably robotic in some ways. Yeah, like small things. Yeah, if like I remember they lift correctly. the water up and that's it. It's like a simple movement. Yes, kind of like how Disneyland would be. Mm-hmm. Or uh, maybe they use a little bit of accent lighting to like yeah. make it moody, you know, mm-hmm. the witch trial. And, but... One guy, I think he's the only guy who was convicted of being a warlock. Oh, there's one warlock. dude, a warlock? Yeah, everyone else was women. What a cool name is a warlock. Why do we get witch and you guys get warlock? Yeah. Uh, I think that's the case. Anyways, I think it, well, there was only one dude I who was know. convicted. I can Google it. And they end up, it's such a horrific thing, but they, they, I think they tortured him to make him uh, confess to being, you know, uh, having powers, but they, they put, they put a plank over him a big Mm -hmm. piece of wood and they just piled rocks on top of the plank like okay he hasn't told the truth yet so put another rock on him you know and Mm -hmm. then put another rock on him until finally he was being squished yeah and you know and then he finally confessed like i would say anything if you put a rock on me that's terrible yeah. yeah it was awful but they showed this in in this uh in the museum and i was like oh my god people were so barbaric back in the day you think about how people I mean, humans are still awful to each other, but I think we're a lot more civilized. Back in the day, people were just brutal, you know? Yeah, so there's... Um, I don't know how you could do that to another John human Proctor. Ah. He sat in the courtroom watching his pregnant wife, Elizabeth, on the stand. Paranoia was sweeping Salem, and Elizabeth, Elizabeth was being examined by a local judge on suspicion of witchcraft. Watching his wife withstand the heated examination was bad enough, but suddenly the tenor of the questions changed and slowly John realized that the questions the judge had fired at his wife were more about his behavior than hers. Proctor had spoken out vehemently against the trials. Hmm. He thought the accusers were liars and had even beaten one of the servants for displaying what the town interpreted as signs of witchcraft. It was just a matter of time before the 60-year-old merchant found himself in the crosshairs of Salem's paranoia. Yeah. There's a couple of reasons behind it mm-hmm. uh and i don't know if or, or a couple of no fewer than six men were convicted oh, okay and executed hmm. yeah yeah they, i think they say that there, there there's a couple of reasons behind it but i don't know if it's ever been confirmed mm-hmm. one of them is that a form of lysergic acid was growing on the rye bread and i don't know what oh i'd heard that and it made people like yeah uh, have, have have hallucinations and delusions and exactly stuff. Yeah, and, and then i I think that was maybe a cop out of some sort. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, it was more about just controlling people. Like it's a good way to keep people in line, 
you know, mm-hmm. especially women at that time. I think it was, you know, like, oh, that woman's being uppity. And so, you know, uh, if you want to control people, you accuse them of, of something horrendous. Yeah. Yeah. It was like an easy way to get rid of someone who was like challenging you. Or- challenging the norms. And maybe mm-hmm. it was, I think, against the church um, as well. Like people who yeah. didn't play within the guidelines of, of this puritanical community i don't know uh, i don't know either i'm anyway grasping at straws but i don't know enough about it but, but i, I love going seeing well caitlin um dowdy uh, the is it dowdy or dowdy i forget her last name but anyway the mortician yes she has gone to salem and she does a lot of stuff about like that time and mm-hmm. and so she talked about that on her channel uh what's it called what's her channel called shit ask a mortician ask a mortician i love caitlin she's really sweet yeah yeah it, as as uh, crummy as things are in the world today, mm-hmm. I really do think things have gotten considerably better during yeah. my lifetime. I can't imagine what it was like 100 years ago, 200 years ago. Um, you know, the lack of choices, the lack of mm-hmm. freedom. It, it must have been a very difficult to be somebody who, you know, you a person who lived 200 years ago, 500 years ago, 1,000 years ago, 2,000 years ago there's no difference between me and them you yeah. know physiologically uh they may have been smarter but brain-wise capacity yeah. what we're able to do ha- i don't think humans have evolved um that much more if any mm-hmm. you know so how difficult or how lame would it have been to you know know that you have a truncated lifespan mm-hmm. 35 45 somewhere around there i should be dead already mm-hmm. you know uh and and that's crazy to think that like we both would be like then like you might have already passed away and i'd be like at the end of my life <laughs> yeah you look at what people even 100 years ago like a 45 year old looked pretty haggard and skinny like they were all hungry you know the amount of food the calories that were available can we move on from this yeah sure. <laughs> <laughs> i'm not sure where you're going with this i don't know i was just free thinking <laughs> <laughs> opened another tab okay it did. Back I'll to go back letter. to that tab later. Back. Okay. We'll reference it later. Leave it open. Okay. So, Hocus Pocus, we we're talking oh, about. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Boy, that was a rabbit hole. Yeah. So, she want to thank you for explaining what scrode or scrod or whatever is. Mary Sanderson says it in Hocus Pocus. I always wondered what it was, but never looked it up. She's dressing up like her for Halloween this oh, year. Yeah, yeah. I love Halloween. What's everyone else dressing up as? We were Wayne and Garth, and Roxy was at the rodeo. Yeah. She was a horse and mm-hmm. she had a cowboy on her. Uh, on her back. Well, I think she would have been a bull. Oh, a bull. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. A bull terrier. She's a bull. Oh. Yeah. I thought it'd be kind of fun. Also, she she bucks around anyway. Yeah. So that was really funny even to try to put it on her. And then when I took it off, she was like, wait, that was fun. Where'd it go? And I was like, do I let her destroy it? I didn't want to let her destroy it. Nah. Okay. Next, uh, next chunk of text is about head shaving. This okay. is the next section. When I was about 17, I signed up to sit... That always worries me. Okay. <laughs> you move. I'm afraid the water's going to like tip onto me. All right. When she was about 17, I signed up to shave my head for charity. Oh. It sounds amazing until I tell you the charity was the student union at my college. Mm. <laughs> Not that they didn't deserve the money, but my revi- revised opinion is head shaving, especially for someone with long hair, should be reserved for major charities like cancer research research or the national deaf children's society and should raise over 500 pounds anyways loads of people signed up signed my sponsor form and the actual event took place on a saturday in the city center at the guild hall in front of a fairly large audience of students and passing shoppers i still have the ponytail they cut off 
I like to pretend I'm Phoebe Buffay and refer to my box of wigs, extensions, and this ponytail as my box of human hair. Oh. Phoebe has that stuff, by the way. I didn't know that. However, post head shaving, I realized I was really rubbish at collecting the sponsor money. Uh, I think I only collect about 12 pounds plus the 40 that my friend bet me because he thought I wouldn't go through with it. With hindsight, I probably should have donated that, but I think I probably spent it on a night out. Hey, whatever. It's okay. Again, it was just going towards. Yeah, it wasn't going to cancer research. It was going to the yeah, student union. It's going to your student union. <laughs> it's okay. We forgive you. No You're not deal. even a real charity. I know. God damn. Okay. Um, I think I might do better with fundraising these days with just giving, et cetera, to, um, to collect the money for me. I'd never shave my head again, though. Mm. I've never, I've always wondered if I could, like if one of my girlfriends had gotten cancer, would I shave my head with her? Mm. I don't know. I've always thought about that. I'd be like, I would do it. But I don't know if I could. Mm. Mm. I'm trying to picture your. My mom's friend um, had cancer and she survived it but yeah. she lost all her hair and she had straight black hair and it came back curly did it come back a different color as Cur- well curly and brown mm-hmm. it was weird yeah uh, it was interesting i was like what's with that and that's not the same as shaving it obviously because like the hair fell out because of chemo and I, then it came back differently did did your did judy your aunt's hair come back differently no no i think it came mm-hmm. back pretty similar mm-hmm. i i could be wrong yeah uh, but i i wonder what causes that change if it's yeah. the the chemicals they treat you with or radiation probably Maybe. radiation because it does change your cells mm-hmm. like uh we have a friend in our, or a part a member of our community sarah who talked with me a lot this is like years ago about how if she had cancer she wouldn't do chemo and radiation because she thinks it like messes at the cellular level too much with your body well that's i mean you're in a fight for your life so you do whatever you can yeah well she you know. she was like if there's ways for them to like just remove it surgically she'd try that first oh for sure check if it came back she wouldn't do the you know they do like precautionary radiation she's like Mm-mm. oh yeah you know hit it anyway. with for me I'd, I'd i'd hit it with everything you got mm-hmm. although and your aunt judy sink. talks about how horrible it was yep yeah it's so I mean, it's but it's no better joke. now i guess to treatments a little more like precise mm-hmm. okay Moving on to an ear infection story. I never used to get ear infections at all, but my brother got them all the time, so much so he had to get tubes in his ears. Some people are susceptible. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know I what causes throat. that. That was my thing. Hmm. I, don't, I don't get any of that. You get bronchitis. Oh, yeah, I do get some of that. You're like, I don't get any of that. I was like, oh, uh, yeah, you do. <laughs> but bronchitis, I don't think is a viral infection, or is it? I believe so. Oh. But maybe not. I'm not a virologist or a, a regular doctor. Yeah. I'll look up what bronchitis. What causes bronchitis? I just know that it's humidity. It's an infection in your lungs, I thought. Uh, in your bronchial tubes, which is before your lungs. Okay. It's what rattles. Hence why it's called bronchitis. <laughs> yeah. I guess I should look it up. <laughs> I don't even know. At the rate of, of 46. Oh, that's what caused it? Maybe I should. I just knew that cold weather, cold, humid weather really messes with me. Yeah, that's funny, it, but it does. If we're in Montreal for two weeks, Sean comes back with a cough. Yeah, for sure. I don't know what's going on, but my phone won't Arizona search. is, you know, the antithesis of... We looked into moving there. Mm-hmm. I have to turn my phone off. I think I could have uh, lived in Phoenix or it's that area. It's a little area. too hot for me. And I also don't like, yeah, just Phoenicians? all desert. No, oh. just all desert. Yeah. it. You know what's weird about desert communities? Mm-hmm. I really feel like they're islands. Because, mm. you you know, if you're out in the woods or whatnot, that's mm-hmm. fine. But I, I feel like when you drive the desert, man, when you get to that town, you're like, oh, thank God. You know, because you're in the middle of nowhere yeah, and, and it's it dangerous. it feels a little dangerous. Yeah, yeah. there's danger in the desert. 
Well, I mean, it's because your car can break down. It can get overheated and, and you have to like then put your body into the the climate. That is not, not conducive. conducive to There's a reason that there's moisture. no plants. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing that can survive are cactuses. Right. Remember Cacti? we walked when we, when we did our trip uh, mm-hmm. coming out here. Where were we? Tucson. Yeah. Tucson. Tucson. Tucson on our way to Texas. Oh my God. Funny things about Tucson, which we might've already said this in a podcast. People love their base. Booming systems. Booming granny. Booming granny. Boom. People would like, we were in like a rural because we had an Airbnb, not really rural, but we were in an Airbnb like. In the outskirts of town. Yeah. Not, not downtown by the university or anything. We were like, let's say 10 minutes from the university. And I would still hear people going by the house like boom, 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 boom. It's weird. Do I'm they like, not is it, hear 1995? their? Yeah. What's do they happening? not hear their trunk rattling? You know that that weird. Everyone knows this when when you hear a stereo system that's just way too much and it's, yeah. and it's coming from like the license plate holder or something. Yeah. I do not like that noise. And I think our internet went down. Oh really? Yeah, because your thing said can't connect, and then I was like, mine's not searching. I don't mm. know why. So anyway, sorry. Continue. No, that's that's it. I don't know why people do that with their stereos. Maybe you don't hear your license plate holder vibrating, but everyone else does. You you look like a a silly person. Yeah. You know. But in Tucson, mm-hmm. like you said, it's like the 90s and they're really proud of their stereos and they they roll down their windows and they Even downtown we'd be eating dinner sitting on a patio and people would be rolling by. I was like, I feel like I'm in high school. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why would you do that? Yeah, our internet is down. I can't find out about bronchitis. I apologize. That's okay. It will not let me search. I, I think you're right, though. I think it is an infection. It's not just aggravated bronchial tubes or something. No, no, no. Aggravated. You have an infection because do you cough up green shit? One hundred percent. You have an infection. He got just got grossed out. Okay. I do kind of get grossed out. What, Even why? though you know that that's what happens. <laughs> but you don't cough up green stuff. Okay. You then, just get a rattle. Then why'd you get grossed out? What's the oh, rattle? Uh, Phlegm. Uh, yeah, I guess. Unless like inner the parts of your like, body are like. It's like a stereo system, you know, that's too loud. Sean's got his bass on. Yeah, my bass and my voice. <laughs> bass, how low can you go? Okay. Yes. Ear infection story. Yeah, okay. When I was in my early 30s, oh, it was, or I was in my early 30s when I realized that what I thought was lactose intolerance was actually a mild milk allergy. Mm. I decided to try slim fast without considering the amount of milk consumed. One week of slim fast led to three weeks of deafness because it's connected. The infection just. Wow. I have so much admiration for people with permanent hearing loss. One of my most embarrassing moments and the one that people still like to remind me of. Don't you just love it when people remind you of your most embarrassing moments was going to the chemist with kids in tow to ask if they had anything that would help get rid of the wax buildup that was causing my hearing loss. Where's this person is in the UK? Yeah, because the chemist. Chemist. It's the like, pharmacist. Wait, yeah. Pharmacist. Wait. Sorry. I have to translate. <laughs> we need a translator. Okay. The lady in the chemist, so the lady, the pharmacist, after trying to explain to me a few times, gave up, grabbed, um, grabbed some things and took the cash out of my purse. Oh, so she, she was like trying to help, but she couldn't hear. She was like trying. She's like, so she grabbed some cash out of my purse. I turned around to leave and realized everyone was waiting to be served. Oh, everybody was waiting, was laughing at her. The kids told me after my hearing recovered that I was yelling at the lady in the pharmacy and she was yelling back and I still couldn't hear her. Oh, wow. That's awful. That is horrible. I mean, I guess people have to laugh because like, what are you supposed to do? But like someone should have helped her. Right, right. But not, I mean, I guess she has no sign language either. So, but like write it down, be like. You're yelling. Oh, 
got to put your, you know, your best uh, charades to, t- to the test where you're like, you are loud. Ooh, let's write down. If you're just listening, I'm just mimicking those things. Okay. So I started donating to the National Deaf Children's Society after this. Never take your hearing for granted. I damaged mm-hmm. PJ's hearing mm-hmm. when we were kids. We were, oh, did you cup over his ear? Yeah, play fighting in the pool. <gasps> you can bust someone's eardrum. I did. I tore his eardrum. Yeah. Apologize. Uh, they stitched it, which was interesting. I did apologize. I felt awful. That's so painful too. Yes. He he said it was like, uh, he just heard like, there was like an empty noise oh, or, or, or emptiness. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, I put a tear in his eardrum That's and like he this... already had tubes in his ears growing oh, up. Oh, he's like my brother. Mm-hmm, he had a lot Fluid. of ear infections. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyways, I feel, I still feel bad. I think I think he lost like a percentage of hearing. Well, I'm from sure that. he did. Yeah. Even though they they stitch it back up, but it's just not as good as the original, obviously. And um, it's like even when you go, they say when you leave a concert or a dance as a kid, and that like that you hear is like the swan song of some of your. I think they're called philia, the little little hairs in your ear that help you hear. It's their swan song as they die. I don't know if that's true. I I wonder if that's like a an urban legend. I thought I heard it on some like science documentary it thing could, about you, hearing. You could be right. I'm just wondering. Or in school if that, or something. Yeah. I don't think I like read it in a blog post. Yeah, like you're or some losing shit. frequencies. Yeah, you lose certain frequencies, um, and it's it's normal for us to have that sometimes, mm-hmm. but because you slowly your hearing does, you know, deteriorate. I certainly have tinnitus mm-hmm. now. If <laughs> so, going back to my earlier uh, talk about standing in the kitchen in silence mm-hmm. when I'm silent. I, and when there's no noise around, you know, out, outside yeah. noise, I hear ringing, oh, but it's really? not that bad. And the more men I talk to my age, like friends or whatnot, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people suffer from it. I think a lot more men than women. When we do things well, with you put, like motors you used to and put really loud music on too. Like his, I could hear his music through his headphones and I've always been the type that I just can't hand. I don't know. I just don't like it. Yeah. Loud. You don't like loud stuff. You cover your ears when a fire truck goes by. I'm like, I don't hear it. I still do. I'm like, I'm like yeah. ah. <laughs> yeah it's uncomfortable uh i damaged my hearing filming that drumming uh television show i was on oh, stage yeah. for uh the band is called every time i die mm-hmm. and they rock it's really good you like really put, loud like you you should i always had uh earplugs in and then sometimes also earphones over the earplugs mm-hmm. and this particular uh scene that i was filming is at the knitting factory no the bowling, what's the bowling place in Brooklyn? Brooklyn Bowl? I don't know. Oh, where, ben oh, used yeah, to, where Ben used to work. Yeah. Um, I think it's the Brooklyn Bowl. I so I was right. filming there and I was on stage with every time I die and I I forgot to put my earplugs in and I got some amazing shots, but I'm pretty sure I damaged my hearing that day. Like I got right up on the drum kit. and Oh God. Yeah. And the guy's amazing drummer, but it's, he's thrashing this kit, you know? And, uh, but you know, all in the name of getting the shot. But I'm I'm dealing with it now, you know, and I can only imagine people who work in, oh, there was that gal when we went camping Uh and she brought her boyfriend and he worked in the sawmill. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was uh, was Sadie and Eric. Right. Mm -hmm. And I asked him about it. He had those spiced asparagus we like so much. Oh, yeah. Pickled asparagus. They were delicious. Phenomenal. If he's listening to this, please send us a recipe. Right. I was like, you can't break up with him because he. I know they broke up and we were like, God damn, we didn't get the recipe. Yeah. (laughs) We liked him. He was so nice. 
But we were talking about hearing loss mm-hmm. or probably tinnitus. And I asked him about the song. This was the breathing. Oh, yeah. He also had breathing. Man, working in a factory is is, oh. is difficult work. They should uh, There should be better regulations for people so that it's not so bad for well, you. Yeah, he, like, what was he? He was, he was like, like 35 and he sounded like he was breathing through a wet cloth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, he's talking about all the lung treatments he's had to do because he has like pneumonia off and on. He uses and- a nebulizer all the time. Um, it was really, but his hearing in mm-hmm. particular was awful. And he said, man, when there's no noise around, uh, it just, it, it it's so aggravating. He can't go to sleep, mm. uh, unless he's dead exhausted, which Sean Nichols talks about that as well. That yeah. His tinnitus is, is really becoming bothersome. I had looked up on my phone about how to, uh, get rid of it because there are some apps that they oh, like play a fr- frequency that'll kind of like cancel it out yes and it worked sort of like i I couldn't hear the tinnitus but you know it's there like there's a not ghost tinnitus but like the aggravation is there Mm -hmm. but you don't hear it Mm. it was really strange um but i don't want to walk around with playing white noise in my ears yeah but ambient sound kind of cancels it when you're out and about yeah there's people you know talking and moving around and just noise of cars you're distracted but the second that you're focusing on it Oh yeah. When there's nothing around that, you know, when I guess when things sleep. are quiet, you do have that, that very, or for me, super, super faint, like, like that, mm-hmm. like it's the quiet noise. That's tinnitus. Yeah, I guess I don't, I don't have like but I think a, some people it's turned up to like 12. Mine's you know? like barely there. Mm-hmm. Like it, I can hear it right now. <laughs> I don't, I, I, I hear, I'm wearing headphones I hear with that. A microphone. Oh, do you hear that? Mm-hmm. Mm. Sometimes does that ever happen to you when you're just sitting in the living room and you get a frequency like yes sometimes that'll happen out of the blue and I'm like where'd that come from I just always assume it's like in my head like my ears like it's either electronics mm -hmm, or your ear your ears are doing something yeah I don't know but I don't know which one's which me neither okay so Mm -hmm. don't take your hearing for granted right all that to say (laughs) now moving on okay to funny family sayings. Yeah, yeah. These are so good. You reminded me of my dad when I was younger. He used to do the annoying, hi, answering the machine message too. I used to always answer the phone, North Pole, duty polar bear, polar bear speaking. <laughs> <laughs> I used to laugh, but still to this day, don't really get it. I think he had other ones too, but that's the only one that I remember. My mom used to always say to me when we were walking, flob the flo- Whoa, wait. Flob on flob. Bada, wait, how, how do I say that word? Flabadob. Flabadob. Flabon, flabadob, which she told me meant, come on, slow coach. Oh, like slow poke, like move it along. Flabon, flabadob. <laughs> it's from Bill and Ben and the Flower Pot Men, which I don't remember watching, but she said that I did. Well, that was on QI or QI, that flabadob actually means flower pot and autopottle. pottle. Ben, Bill and Ben's language. Oh. oh, they had their own language. Kids love stuff like that when things have their own so language. It's a TV show mm-hmm. for kids? I would assume so. Bill and Ben, the flower pot men. Do you remember? In, that makes me think of Sesame Street. And in the flower pot in front of the apartment, mm-hmm. yep. in front of the brownstone, there was like, yip, 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 Not on Sesame Street. Muppets. Yip, yip, yip is from the Muppets. But weren't there, wasn't there a flower pot in Sesame Street in front of the brownstone? And they there was like, had, there was little creatures. little flowers that would sing. Mm. I, I hope think there was internet, like a, I hope our internet is because <laughs> I can't search for anything right now. <laughs> no, I just need to focus and and recollect and and jostle the memory. I think it's bit. back up. Is it okay? Oh, Sesame Street. Yeah, Sesame Street flower pot and 
creatures or critters. Yip, yip, yip. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And they were from like outer space and they were living in the flower pot, I think. Like these guys? No. Those are the images. No. no like There's videos too. No. Those, Stinky those the stinkweed. No. From the Muppets. I'm, I'm thinking classic uh, Sesame Street, not Muppets. Okay. Well, then here's the Sesame. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Okay. Well, you no, asked for it. You, you Sesame can... Street cool school pageant flowers. Like, Mm-mm. that's not them. I don't think, I think that that's not right. Well, I don't remember it uh, I think it's flower correctly. Pot, I think it's flower pot uh, Muppets. <clears throat> no. No? So, right in front of the window, there's a, a little flower bed thing that, that hangs off the window. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? It'd be like a long container, yeah. long rectangular container. What is that called? Is that a flower pot? It's not a flower pot. They said that some, a little, there were people who live in the flower pot of a family on Sesame Street. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. I'm just reading through somebody saying, hello, everybody in the forum. I'm trying to remember the name of some of the little people who live in the flower pot of a a family on Sesame Street. Yep, 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 yep. Uh I don't uh know more about the guys, but if someone can help me, thank you very much. Hmm. So someone else remembers this. Yep. said twiddle bugs. Yep. Yep. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Here we go. I just had to do their language. Here they are. Look. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you remember these characters? I do remember those characters. Oh, I got to watch an ad. I watch all the ads to get to help people get paid. Okay, skip. These are flower pot, they're Martians. Yeah, but they I think they lived in the flower pot. No, they're Martians. <laughs> mm, dang it. But I remember, yep, 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 yep. The uh-huh. Martians develop and little... discover a telephone. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. Anyways, All right. Well, boy, we that was. We got off on a tangent. Tangent. I can cut some of this out. Don't worry about it. That's fine. I just. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. yep, yep, yep. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay, now. Ring telephone. That's right. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh. Okay. So, Bill and Ben language, the autopodle and the flop-a-dub. Okay, we're back into that. Um, and I still say it to kids I look after if they're walking too slow. <laughs> She'll say, flob on, flob I love it. <laughs> we also used to have weird things that we would do when we were shopping. Like, I'm not sure if this considered a good luck thing in Hong Kong, maybe. But rolling the ball in the stone lion's mouths or stroking those loopy rubber doormats. Oh, I liked how they felt. You know, the loopy rubber doormats? Mm-mm. You do. To clean your boots? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, I liked how they felt in the shop entrances. And if we ever had to go either side of a lamppost or something, we'd say, fancy meeting you here when we met on the other side. Yeah. We do stuff like that. Sometimes I'll like go, we'll be at a restaurant, I'll go in the bathroom, I'll come out, I'll be like, fancy meeting you here. I've done stuff like that. That's too cute. Flop on, flop a dop. I'll have to look up Bill and Ben and the flower pot men. That's funny. Okay. And finally, yes. crazy glue dreams. Oh. Your discussion about crazy glue reminded me of a dream I had the other day where I got super I got super glue stuck to my hand. This has happened in real life. Please see pictures. Super oh. glue stuck to hand. Mm-hmm. But then everything else kept getting stuck to me. <laughs> Don't you love dreams? See, you know what they need to do mm-hmm. with super glue is you have super glue with two nozzles. One nozzle is the glue and the other is the antidote or the anti-glue. Or it just comes with like the wipe off stuff. Wait, 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 what? 
yep 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 uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh uh-huh no like you get it doesn't have to have two things on the same tube well you that get way a separate you don't, tube i know but that way they don't get separated because they're glued together but like you know what i mean so because what what happens if someone like myself puts it in one drawer the crazy glue and the antidote or the anti-glue antidote. <laughs> is, sounds like it's a poison is in the garage you know and or just you lose them, it just keep them together but that's why you glue the two no, together how because the thing about that is you might squeeze more of the super glue also why do they put it in metal tubes metal tubes are the worst because if you actually squeeze it when the tube is closed when you open it it's like yeah shoots out mm-hmm. it's horrible but metal is better i think for the environment than like plastic well isn't there just there's got to be some kind of compromise that can be made because I don't I think it's very good for the on... environment to have to buy more metal tubes because you shot it all out across the room and then you don't have any antidote because that doesn't exist. <laughs> but they should, right? Mm-hmm. There should be, if you're going to make something as as uh, strong, mm-hmm. as good, as effective, as, 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 super effective as super glue, where you could potentially glue your eyes shut. Not that I've ever done that. I did that. Did you? We talked about that, I think. Oh, boy. He was trying to throw one out thinking that I'd be embarrassed, but I'm not because I was a kid. And I was playing with super glue that I found in the miscellaneous drawer. And then I glued my eyes shut. Wouldn't it have been good if you could get my your hands mom, on My mom and my grandma. <laughs> I remember. It's funny that I remember because I don't even know how old I was. I don't know if I was old enough to like form long-term memory. But sometimes like trauma. And not that it was a trauma. But it was definitely like a <gasps> experience of my mom calling my grandma who lived next door to be like, Katie glued her eyes shut. And my grandma was like, what? She's like, Katie, super glued her eyes shut. I need your help. And so they held me. I remember. Cause How I must much have glue been, did you use? I have no idea. Just a little drop? I have no idea. Enough to glue both my eyes shut. So, <laughs> so they, I remember being laid onto the kitchen counter. That's why I'm like, I must not have been that big. Because I remember being like laid and then leaned back under the kitchen sink while they poured water over. But not like my grandma's hand was like. To they keep weren't it from, waterboarding you. No, to keep it from hitting my nose or my mouth. And I had a towel. And, and they were like pulling and grandma's like, don't pull her eyelashes off. And they were like really trying to wash them out like with soap and stuff. Oh boy. It came up, it came apart clearly. Hmm. Hello. I, they still work. <laughs> okay. Back to her super glue stories. Yeah. Yeah. So she had a dream, right? Then everything else kept sticking to me. Every time I touched something to try to take it off, it got stuck. Ugh. Very relieved when I woke up. I would have felt that way too. I wonder what that means. Dream, like mm-hmm. if you're one of those people who can interpret dreams, what what does that mean? Yeah, there's all sorts of funny things about dreams. I always look stuff up when I have weird dreams. I don't trust the information, you know. Huh? Uh, I had a weird dream. Like interpreting dreams, but mm-hmm. I don't discount it, but I don't think it's really, you had a dream? I had a weird l- dream last night. I woke up and told you about it. You I remember? don't remember. I, I must have been. Oh, Sean asleep. was like, Sean tries to do this funny thing where when I wake up first, which isn't, it's like half the time I wake up before you, but half the time I don't. But anyway, I'm like, our alarm went off because we had to take Roxy to daycare. And we have to get her there by nine. So we oh. got to get up. She needs to eat, blah, blah, blah. And I woke up and told Sean my dream because it was so weird. And then I was like, okay, do you want to go take her out and feed her? I'll brush my teeth and then I'll take over and you can. And he's like, no, I did it yesterday. It's your turn. And I was like, that's not true at all. I was like. It's because I'm half awake. Like, I, But I love that in your half awakeness, you try to get out of doing something immediately. And I'm like, no. I'm good about it though. I get up. And, and, you are. I'm not I, saying you're not. It's just funny because then I go, no, honey, I did it yesterday. Remember? And you're like, yeah. That's <laughs> all he said. Yeah. And I was like. I still got up first and ended up taking her out, but it was fine. Yeah. So um, I had a weird dream last night that our my friend's 
are our friends, Lauren and Adam, who just recently came to visit, were trying to get pregnant and she wasn't able to carry the babies and they were having twins, like a girl and a boy. And okay, so myself, I was carrying the girl. This is how it's weird. I was pregnant because I was like, oh, I'll help you. I'll, I'll be a surrogate for you guys. It's a weird dream. So I'm carrying the girl and their other friend is carrying the boy. And then Lauren's also pregnant in my dream and it makes no fucking sense. And then the girl and I who are carrying the babies go into labor and then Lauren and Adam are like, thank you so much. It's so fucking weird. And I'm like, I need to look that up. Like, what does that even mean? And why was she pregnant? And we were pregnant. It was so weird. Maybe uh, slow down on the coffee, you know, during the day. Is that a coffee dream? Who has coffee dreams? Who even hears of that? Like, is caffeine, you know, causing you to have crazy dreams? That's all I meant. Oh, I don't or, think so. I mean, know. I still had just one cup of coffee yesterday, yeah. just like always. Okay. I'm just wondering, like, what sort of stimulant would cause you to oh, have Oh, I just black. always think, like... Do you have crazy dreams all the time? Uh, my dreams are weird. I mean, dreams are supposed to be weird. It's like you're... It, it, there's a reason for them. Um, I don't necessarily think they mean anything. It's just like I have a brain trying to make sense of things. And it might be because, you know, when I talked to Lauren, she was like, I think we want to try to have kids. And I don't know if we'll be able to, but we'll try. And so it's so in my head. So you're processing that memory. <laughs> it's in my Your head. brain is tidying it up. Okay, mm-hmm. going to file this... Uh, it's like I don't know. Maybe they'll have trouble getting pregnant, and you could help them out. I don't know. I don't think. I don't think I would. I mean, yeah. I love her. But, yeah, you're but, good friends, but not that good of friends. I mean, I don't want to have my own children, so why would I want to have someone else's? Right, right. But you, I don't know. It's just weird. You, you had said that to me in the dream. You're like, I don't know why you're doing this to yourself. And I was like, but they want to have kids, and then when the babies are born, I was like, oh yay, ba. So weird. Oh, there was that um, show Zach Galifianakis. They're having a dinner party, and. The couple. The dinner for schmucks. No. Oh no no no! I remember what it is. Okay, yeah yeah. Uh-huh. The it's a lesbian couple, mm-hmm. and they they need uh, the man. Uh, they want to find the sperm, but instead of going to a sperm bank, they want to like pick somebody they know or something. Is that yeah, right? yeah yeah yeah. It's Zach Galifianakis, and after the dinner is over, he he's like, oh, I forgot. <laughs> he goes and gets the jar for them. I'm like, I don't even remember the name of the show. I don't remember you know, the premise of it, but yeah. I just remember that scene. It really, cause he was such a goofy character for, I don't know why you'd want his, yeah, no offense to Zach Galifianakis. I know. But. And he's wearing like an odd, you know, uh, sweater and he just looks so disheveled, you know, and you're like, that's the guy you chose. Yeah. Huh? Of all the ones. But then I think also you can go through a book and you can at like a sperm because sperm should be collected. I'd assume in like some kind of manner. How long does it last when it die? I don't know. I have lots of questions. No, I think you can freeze it. No, I'm just saying you could probably freeze it, but like, did he freeze it and then bring it in like Yeah, like, that's, cooler? I don't know. Like, <laughs> okay, moving on. No, I think they were at his house and he- Oh, he, he like, had it had in, it his in the bathroom frame. or something? Jesus Christ. Know. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> okay, that's enough about that. That was I, a weird tangent. I had a weird dream and I'm sorry that I got us on that weird tangent, but we're back to the letter. Yes, okay. It says, today I'm going to bid you, ow. Because my dog's best friend is visiting and she is part Malamute and she likes to howl. Oh, yeah. There is this little corgi that does ooze while, because she likes her food so much. And so she'll eat and then ow and then eat more. I wonder why dogs howl. What Mm. is, what are they expressing? I don't know. Because the other day, so we heard Roxy howl for the very first time because a fire truck went by and that makes sense. She's like, oh, so loud. How is that? Or was she just chiming in? Like, I like that tune. She's singing along. Cause she howled twice. But then the other day she was outside barking by herself, sitting not even near the fence where she can see anybody else. She was just sitting in the yard and she howled a couple times. I'm like, what are you doing? That that dog is definitely a Heinz 57. There's all sorts of things going on. Yeah. We don't know what kind of dog she is. The first standing up on her back 
Mm-hmm. That happens with a lot of dogs. That oh, way. do a lot mm-hmm. of dogs do that? I'm yeah. out of the dog game for so long. I didn't know that. Courtney used to do that when you get scared. Yeah. And then she's red. She was scared. We had a guy across the street working on something like cutting metal and whatever that noise was, she did not like it. Mm-hmm. And she was barking like a maniac and the hair on the, her back stood up. And I was like, why are you so scared? Did something happen with like, and she, even when I got her in the house, cause I couldn't get her to stop barking. You came out and yelled at me. <laughs> he was like, no, I didn't yell at you. I was like, what's going on out here? I, I was like, I thought, there was some, I thought, no, I thought there was something like something had happened. I wasn't mad. I was like, uh, you said, are you just letting her bark like that? That's what you said to me. Maybe I did say that, but I wasn't mad. I think I was more he like, had, what's well, going I was He frazzled. was sleeping. <laughs> that, I had gotten up with the dog first and he was sleeping and he came out and said, you just let her bark like that? And I was like, dude, first of all, no, I can't get her to stop. Second of all, I'm picking up her poo. Third of all, get out of here. <laughs> did I apologize? Yes, you did. Okay, good. I'm like, I hope I apologize. Later, I sound like a real jerk. You were you were mad and I would just let you do your thing. So I was like, he just woke up and then you came back out and you're like, sorry. I was just like, why is she barking? She's making me crazy. And I was like, I don't know why, dude. And then when I brought her inside, she would go to the front door because it was still out there. She could hear it. And she was like, <laughs> I took her for a walk later that day mm-hmm. and um, she uh, saw it close up. Oh, she could see the guy working on it. Yes, but he wasn't using the saw, but she she was aware that that was the van and that was the worker. And so she was like just staring at him, like like, waiting for him to do it. Not five minutes later, as we rounded the corner, she saw a bag of leaves and the bag of leaves was kind of moving in the wind and, you and say she a bag lost of leaves. It. do you mean like someone put it out by the, the to curb. be picked up okay correct there was a paper bag mm-hmm. full of like a, a tall one yeah one of those tall like ones you get from like costco or whatever mm-hmm. and she lost it on the bag of leaves i was like oh, this dog you know she got spooked and she's I don't know, so funny yeah yeah spooked by a bag of leaves she gets we pressed on yeah right oh my god okay so anyways yeah so bid us an awu Ow. Bye. P.S. Some pictures of my other mishaps. I forgot I was boiling eggs and all the water boiled away and the eggs exploded. Uh, Remember my mom told us about that happening? Yeah. And she said her house stunk for like days. A little time bomb. And then accidentally put my tea bag in a child's orange squash and I got a little bit over enthusiastic with my new baseball bat. Okay. So, oh, so she accidentally put the tea bag in the, the orange, like. In an orange drink? Yeah. Ugh. Like putting it with orange pop. Oh no. Got a little too enthusiastic with a baseball bat. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to laugh. Oopsie, my what baseball. were you doing swinging your baseball bat next to the uh, lighting says, fixture? Oopsie, my baseball bat came today. I kind of broke the ceiling. Anyone know how to fix that? I broke the ceiling. Look at, oh my God. What were you swinging so high for? She was excited, Sean. But save, waving it up in the. Save your judgments. <laughs> Maybe Laura pulled it out. And oh, when yeah. she pulled it out, she was like, whack. And you're like, right. fuck. You know, it happens so fast. So fast. Okay. Are we ready for another letter? Uh, I think you don't have time. I think you have time for one more. One more letter it is. Okay. This is entitled Bike Story and Comments on Silly Things. I'm excited. Yeah. It's from uh, Catalan. And Catalan says, greetings again, Katie and Sean. And hello, OTDM audience. How are you doing? And I guess congratulations are in order for your new home. I hope you'll uh, you will own it without any major incidents. Thank Us you. Too. We did have the HVAC guys come to make sure everything is good and everything was good. Everything's great. Except for that one bathroom that was getting hot was because it wasn't going there. And that makes sense. The air was not going there. My poor mama, when she was visiting, was like, man, trying to blow dry my hair in there. It's just like, it's like a sauna. I was like, go in, go in the other room, plug it into the wall. 
She's like, there's no mirror in there. I was like, I don't know how to help you. <laughs> it does get hot in there though. Okay. Also, thank you for the praise for my English. Though considering all the training and learning I had on the subject, I should be speaking it well. I have always valued praise from native speakers. So thanks again. Of course, of course. I haven't written in a while because, well, it seems I've been chopping up leaves for dogs or in Romania, um, tate frons la cani. Or my personal favorite, I have been rubbing the mint. Fracat menta. I know uh, Romanians have funny ways of saying I've procrastinated. Chopping the leaves, that's funny. Chopping the leaves for dogs. Romanian. That's so funny. I liked how uh, some of the words I kind of understood. Rubbing the mint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Manta and uh, mm-hmm. Canaan, Cana, like canine, Kaini, Lakaini, yeah, L- chopping up leaves for dogs. Um, Tayet froms Lakaini. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't have understood if you said it, but since yeah. you told me the translation, I was like, now oh yeah, there's like, the word. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dog, mm-hmm. canine, similar, cani. But I'm back. I'm Though, pretty much uh, to... fluent in Romanian at this point. You know? That's true. Nadia Comaneci, Bella Caroli. You speak you know? it second best. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, first best, I don't speak any. Okay, but I'm back. Though, if you want me to be honest, I can picture you guys saying, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> we didn't say that at all. I've been watching a few of your OTDM episodes recently. No, Come- remember he, he went for the, the tour to, was he in Poland or something like that? I'd have to go back. Yeah, okay, anyways, sorry, Ka- I'm interrupting. Yeah, I'm, I'd have to look back at Catalan's letters. Okay, well, now it's Remember there was the priest, that he, they were drinking booze? yeah. But I don't remember. I'd have to, again, I'd have to go back. But yes, there was a priest. Was it when we were talking about baptisms and stuff? Maybe not. I don't know. Anyways, okay. Been watching a few of your OTDM episodes recently, completely out of order, and found the motivation to write. But first, the promised bike story. Yes. I've had my first and only bike as a reward for good performance during the first grade. And while it was a short affair, I can say I rode it with with intensity and passion. And it is that very passion that led to the first incident. Rode it till the wheels fell off? What happened? We lived in an apartment block that had a parking lot that led to a small side street. Now, this parking lot has two levels, for lack of a better term, linked together by a ramp about five feet in height that, while not excessively steep, was still steep enough for us to ne'er-do-wells, an expression that I've learned from recently, released video game Cyberpunk 2077 oh do you like it ne'er do wells yeah. what's that mean it's like uh you're you're, you're a hoodlum okay it was still yeah. steep enough for us ne'er do wells gotcha yeah, you're, you're up to no good to try and race down in an effort to pick up as much speed as we could okay the problem wasn't the slope but the fact that just beyond the narrow road there was a row of garages that meant that our little game either stopped short or abruptly Ooh, <laughs> gotta get control On one such run, I timed it a bit too late, and in a panic, I squeezed hard on both the back and front brakes, which combined with the loose dirt and gravel, flipped me over in a very spectacular fashion. We've all done that. Nice dismount. 10 out of 10. As I tried to regain regain my bearings, I checked myself, fingers, hands, feet, neck, all seemed in place and in correct orientation. I was fine. But as I got up, I realized my bike's front wheel was all bent out of shape. Mm -hmm. What a tragedy for an (laughs) eight-year-old. You're like, no. (laughs) Luckily, the story doesn't end there. After two weeks, my parents got the bike fixed. Good as new. And the 'er ne'er-do-well rides again. Alas, that was not meant to be. Taking my newly refurbished bike outside to play with the other children, I was approached by a boy I've always perceived to be a bit of a bully and an asshole. 
He asked me if he could borrow my bike. Oh, no. Mm. No, no, no. For a ride around the block. Never see that bike again. Uh -uh. I didn't have the courage to say no. What a jerk. So he jumped on and flew off with more speed than I cared for. I was sitting there in the parking lot, rehearsing in my head what I had to say to tell him he wasn't welcome in sharing my bike. But there was no need. A few minutes later, the other children brought my bike back in a crumpled state. The guy rode it so fast that he lost control and crashed into a parked car. What a dickwad. Total asshole. Punch him in the throat. Sadly, my bike did not get repaired after that. On Mm. the plus side, I did not see that particular child again after that incident. Might have put himself in the hospital, jerk. At least your friends bought your bike back. Yeah. They're like, this isn't your bike. This is our friend's bike. Rude. To this day, I'm not sure how badly hurt he was. So my bike adventures conclude, thankfully, with all of my bones and limbs intact. I like the like the process of like, okay, I can see. I can come in. Neck is good. My arms are here. Like the check, the body check before he got up. I'm all good. Now onward to episode 17 when Sean was talking about vegetarian sharks and Latin. I know he's probably kidding. <laughs> However, the biggest modern shark today is actually a filter feeder. Oh, yeah. They're can, huge. Can grow on average to be about 18 meters in length or 62 feet. Holy shitballs. They're plankton eaters, right? They just <gasps> and filter and then the water goes out their yeah. blowhole, right? Or no, that's a shark. Uh, so it their, just goes out gills? Their, their gills or their mouth. I think that's how they work. Whales, it goes up through the blowhole. Wow. I think. Okay. It's called a whale shark. Oh, interesting. Or for Latin speaking, Sean, Rhinconin typus. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. I forgot. It is quite a docile animal, but I am two minds about it. On the one hand, as a diver, I could totally see myself swimming with this gentle giant. But on the other hand, it's a, its giant mouth doesn't give me the chills. Oh, wait. Its giant mouth does give me the chills as it can easily swallow a diver if he isn't careful. In case you're wondering, here's a picture. Hope you had a great week. Best wishes. Catalan. Wow, wow. Yeah, that's a huge mouth. Jesus. It does look like a whale. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Whale shark. But there's the diver. It's amazing. Holy size. moly. Holy moly. Yeah. There was a whale that uh, swallowed a diver recently. It was mm-hmm. in the news. Do you remember that? Maybe uh, two months ago? Yes. Didn't he get spit back out and he was Maybe, actually okay? I wonder if it was that kind of a I don't a, know. A we'd, have to, we'd have to do some yeah. research. Yeah. The, the shark couldn't get him you know, past, past his- uh, <laughs> Be like- His throat sphincter. Inside- yeah. Make well, yourself as long as possible. And then the guy got shot out because it, wow. it probably just coughed, you know. Yeah. He's like, what the heck? Or he was sneezed. That? He's yeah. like, covered in ectoplasm from the shark's gullet. Right. Hope gross. he didn't have uh, bronchitis, you know. Yeah. It could have been growth covered in green. greenies. Ew, the boogers. <sighs> what? You know what? I'll, what is I'll, it? Is it, uh, what's the, why can't I think of the name of the book? Everybody reads the book Moby Dick. Oh, yeah. When he's like in the whale, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or is that, isn't, is that in the Bible? No, it's Jonah and the Jonah whale. Jonah and the but whale. But Moby Dick, the same thing. Mm-hmm. I think there's a parable here or something. Maybe. Being swallowed by the whale and yeah. spit out. So that guy lived to tell the tale. Yeah. It really could happen. I would like to be a diver. I'd like to know more about this world. Yeah. I mean, I love it and I also get scared of it at the same time. Oh, it's, I don't at all. Remember who was, I think it was Lynn wrote a letter in about how the sky versus the water how the sky doesn't seem as scary as mm-hmm. the water you like can't see into i think that was what she said but i'm not sure it might have been the reverse but i feel that way too like i remember as a kid my brother telling me the fish would nibble on my toes in the lake and so i'd like pull my feet up and so i definitely think you lake can't water see. is a little spooky because you don't know what's down there mm-hmm. and 
Um, but order when to see the it. ocean is super clear, I think that's so cool. Oh, that is cool. Like when we were in Aruba and stuff, and you could like see Aruba, Jamaica. Who I want? Even in we gotta Florida. get going. You you have a. I know. I do. I do have an appointment. Okay. Okay. Well, I have to go. You're right. No, I was I just I was just Aruba, Jamaica. I know. Enjoying the clear water. Okay, let's okay. get out of here. Uh, thank you again for send in your stories about dating apps. Please. Yep, yep, yep. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. Have a great rest of your weekend, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.